Keckner. Goddamn fucking cock. Keckner. I can't even say it now. Not the Chuddle. Chuddle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. Surprise. Whoa. Touching butts. Kinky. Creepypasta. Please. Doina. You can't say Teddy Spaghetti three times or else. Don't mention his name. Pastacle. A Ouija version of the stranger. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey. hey. Out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Chuddle the Pod, where two dads and a Donner party of four take a look at the curiously odd and macabre world of movies, mystery, and history. On today's episode, we go deep into the underbelly of the government as Sam brings us a real gnarly segment, and I finish us all off with a creepypasta. As always, mm. joined by my beautiful co-occupants of the pod at Chuddle the Ross and at Chuddle the Sam. Uh, sup you can follow them instagram sup. slasher sup you love it and that cracks you up every time <laughs> <laughs> what's up sam how you doing yeah just <laughs> we'll go straight over to you Goddamn. um i'm fine yeah good to be here Don't, nothing to too exciting on this enderino living the old lifesicle i'm excited to have a friend here with us tonight yeah. um thomas michael thomas Oh, Mike, go as I'm going to call him. Go for it, Is it okay if I call you Mike? Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> or Michael. Michael. Mike. Yes, yeah, that's great. That'll work. <laughs> Author and of The Evil Within the House, Thomas Thank you. Michael Thomas. Welcome and thanks for coming back. Yes, sir. Thank you. He was uh, previously on, if you've listened to our episode on Possession, mm-hmm. he brought us which, that. Which now is now on Shudder. So. Yeah. Now streaming on Shudder. We got the opportunities to watch that and listen now. Uh, Ross, I back find that. Ask. Oh, yeah, that's Continue fine. asking your question. I was going to say no because we'll get back to you on how you're doing. We're going to go over to our guest. Oh, oh, but, no. But- Which I find amazing is that when we actually watched that movie to do the, the that episode, didn't we have to get the copy from like a archive.com like, or something? We arch- it was like the <laughs> Library of Congress. Yeah. Like yes. we literally had to go through. <laughs> that is what we watched. I wonder what version. Website. Have you watched it on Shutter yet? Anyone? I have not. Michael? Michael? No, I, well, I have. I have two different versions of it. I have the recent Blu-ray with all the uh, the good parts in it, and then I have a um, DJ Khaled the, remix with all the bad no, parts. I have DJ the, Khaled. They have the Korean version where they had cut the scene out where after um, Isabella Johnny's character goes to that crazy subway scene and she's mm-hmm. like convulsing and contorting and having a expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember. something going. On. <laughs> um, apparently, there's a scene cut out of it. Where she had eyeballs in her hands, like in the palms of her hands, as she was um, oh. ex- ex- exploding Ooh, with goo. Yeah, so I have that version too. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know what what the archive or to or what Tubi? What'd you say? Shutter, shutter, shutter. Yeah, what Shutter yeah. has? Yeah. God, um, I have to comment. Tubi. I know we're. I know <laughs> Did you, you want to get Tubi. Tubi, <laughs> yeah, Tubi, Tubi TV is really good. They have good stuff. But I want to comment that that Ross. I'm trying to hold the laughter in the whole time, but Ross, Ross has a picture. <laughs> Of uh, Marshall uh, Applewhite? Is that... (laughs) (laughs) The cult guy. The cult seller. I like it because my big Sasquatch head covers everything except for his weird googly eyes. So that's all all I need. That's all you need from him. I wanted to say before the podcast started, I'm like, no, you know what? It's good to... (laughs) (laughs) It's very Ross to have uh, Marshall Applewhite. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, that's actually um, oh a wall in his house. He just took a picture just, of that <laughs> wall and made it the background on his yeah, phone. It's just it's just wheat pasted to the background <laughs> behind it. Um, 
Oh, like I, I'm so glad that, okay. So, uh, off side tangent, um, I was in Salem, Massachusetts. Um, and then Mike, you were going to be there like literally two or three days after I had left. Yeah. So I buried you a note yes. in Salem yes. and you actually got it. And I'm and so it. excited about that. Yes, was, that found the, it. was that the hotel that you stayed at? Did you absolutely. Stay? Okay. Absolutely. We... And they had outside cameras too. Oh my God. So they actually probably saw me bury this thing under a uh, raven statue. But you don't look like a tourist there. I think they would say he's probably <laughs> just true. a Salem guy. He's probably <laughs> just a Salem guy doing Salem things. Yeah, that's actually, yeah. I, that, that probably actually really, I would assume that the tourists in Salem look, a look lot exactly like we're like us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that sounds I, about that's, right. You know, yeah, it's know, kind it of a 50-50 split. Yeah, yeah. it's split. <laughs> Sure, sure. There's probably, yes. There, it probably looks like any one of us look like the tourists mm. in Salem. <laughs> Maybe. Sure. Totally. And I don't I figured, know you guys yeah. are the experts. Yeah, you've that's, been there. Yeah. What did they look when like? When it was heavy tourist season. <laughs> did they look Most like us? Didn't look like Ross, kind and then some, some people did. Oh. Yeah. And those <laughs> people were like, I know what you're here for. <laughs> Oh, 100%. It was like goth Mardi Gras. Like, uh -huh. it was the most insane experience that I've had, probably in a town outside of New Orleans in my life. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. <laughs> Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Oh, good. Good. I, I, well, so, I'm glad that you're, you're, you were able to pass a message through time by hiding it. Yeah. Like, didn't you hide it under a rock and the rock was gone, but the message was still there? Yes. Yes. The <laughs> rock was completely, someone took the rock, but not the yeah. note, which I thought was hilarious. They're like, was oh, weird. well, this is for someone. <laughs> Clearly like, this note isn't for me. Right, well, not for me. <laughs> Who's well, Thomas Michael Thomas? That's <laughs> I'll just put this down. <laughs> I mean, I, well, you're in Salem. Like you probably don't want to take anything that doesn't belong to you. There's some real witchy stuff involved with all that. I was that. gonna say, yeah. I, yeah. you never pick up handwritten notes at all. That hard address to you, limits. exactly. No, I'll leave that. I'm gonna take the rock. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so again, thank you for coming back on. How can people find you and your work as well? Um, what do you got on Instagram, on? I am. Uh, like the movie De La Morte De La More, but I just changed one of the letters in there and that I've had that Instagram up forever. It's De La Morte De La, De La Gore, at <laughs> De La Morte De La Gore. I'm on Twitter as well, which I um, I do promotion on there for books, and I, I, I do know that sales do come through that, but on my Twitter page, I'm going to the right now to get the actual thing, would be, <laughs> at, would be at Thomas Michael T9 on Twitter. and um, yeah. And that's it. That, those are those are my socials. Dope. I mean, cool. I've I've read the book. I know Sam has. I don't know if Ross has gotten to it yet, but I definitely recommend it to to anyone that's looking for a fun, good, easy. I mean, I was able to you get that get new edition, that, and I had a really good time. What's uh? Oh, I read what's it in it, like a couple. What's in the hours. new edition? Yeah. What's in the new edition? The new edition uh, was uh, mostly was, butt stuff. No, <laughs> <laughs> there is there is no changes except for the cover. I um. Me being me and not attached to any sort of uh, publication company, I just wanted to change the cover, and I had this idea of having a blue house with a with a nineteen seventies type horror font that I had found, and my Ooh. wife, um, by and she's fine, but one night she had to go to the emergency room, and we just when you go to the emergency room you just sit there for seven eight hours before they mm -hmm. can come and see if you're okay, mm -hmm. and um, in that I just uploaded different photos of creepy houses. 
with different fonts. And I was like, what do you think of this? And she's like, oh, I like that. That's cool. So we just made it. A, I just called it second edition. But there is no. But if you bought it's the, the first emer- one. It's yeah. the emergency edition. Well, well if you bought <laughs> the first one physically, that's rare now. The one with the brown cover. And the new one. Yes, Got it. I, so I wrote second edition. So it God is a second it. edition as in the other one can't be purchased anymore. However, with that said, um, I belong to a, a wonderful uh, writing association here in Florida. It's actually a national association, but the chapter down here in Florida were really cool, uh, and I, I joined them recently. <laughs> I bet you and, are. Yeah. So they. <laughs> so they. But they have different uh, contacts and stuff for uh, different signings at different small book conventions mm. and libraries. And oh, that's cool. And and I got so excited about that one. I uploaded the third one. So there's the, so the other one, the blue one that you guys might have. That one's no longer available. This new one is probably my favorite of all the covers that I've made. And um, God damn, I'm so how many variants are there on this? This yeah, will be yeah, variant. You're... This will be aside from the original. This will be the third cover of it. So if you printed them all out, like you've actually bought it on Amazon and or one another service and you got the physical copy uh-huh. there mm-hmm. there those other older ones aren't available anymore and um there's other book cool. stuff coming in the in the works but i don't know if you want to can you can you make a blank version so i can get an artist to draw my own cover on there oh, <laughs> that, yeah. we can do that <laughs> i was gonna ask um, if, if you're gonna put it together to make one big picture at the end um i think taylor swift <laughs> did that and she's connected to the horror world because there's okay. this conspiracy about tay tay lavey who's oh, related yeah. to <laughs> anton wow. LeVay, and then and then wow. zena <clears throat> shrek is is uh possibly okay my question is kind of on the same tick as sam's um did you pull a sutter cane and every title has its own kind of correlation kind of like in mouth of madness so it creates a map for us to actually get to the real house that you're describing in the book that's the guy who wrote house of leaves he's doing that he's our sutter oh he's that okay guy. i wish i forgot through that i book. wish it could be that guy yeah I've never done it. I don't know what you guys are talking about. House of Leaves. You, uh, you would probably. It was like it. it was a Mouth of Madness. Uh, it's a, a John Carpenter movie. It's a, there's a big. Yeah. It was like good, good '90s Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Interesting. Ooh, really good. Yeah. Heavy bass. Yeah. Bats. Not, 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 <laughs> bats like no, bats is like bat. is like speed in a in, yeah. a, in a phone booth. Yeah. In a cave. Oh, well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm so glad. You said you have other stuff in the works? Yeah, I'm about um, chin deep in the waters of, of writing a, um, a second book, and I'm overly ambitious to have it out probably by March. I'm doing a, um, a signing at the Venice Book Fair, I believe it's called, March, oh, awesome. 20, March 24th and 5th down in Venice. Look at and, that. Florida. Um, other guys from the horror uh, writing association will be there, like Doug Ford. He's the guy who heads the chapter, and he's going to be there. And I think the, there's another author, Mike Schuler, will be there. And we're just horror guys. And they they encourage me bringing my animal bones and skulls to put on the table, which I don't know. I don't know. I, like I don't that. know how to bring them in. Yeah, I have yeah. like a new thing I'm working It'll on. It'll be fun. Um, I think they have something called the Shark Tooth Festival down there where you can buy a lot of yeah. bones and stuff. So it'd be cool. Mm. But this one, I made it. Um, it's called an Anti Francis, which is. Uh, well, I, I try to get different ideas to you want to track people to your table. If you see like a guy sitting at a table or or, or, or a girl sitting at a table, people sometimes get intimidated by the person who's at the table and they see the books and usually the person gauges that social awkwardness and they're like, I don't want to walk up to that person and look at their book. And you sitting down want everybody to come up and walk up, walk up and look at your book. So there's things you can do. You can put candy on the table or something like that or, you know, small <laughs> things for people to read or whatever. But 
I have this um, but animal bones. Well, I have this wooden <laughs> this wooden statue, this beautiful wooden statue. My wife's Catholic, and back at her old house, we had a statue of Saint Francis of Assisi, who was um, some saint who like did shit with animals or something like that. I think he like was nice to them, and then maybe mm-hmm. he liked fruit, fruits and vegetables. I don't know what he did, but anyway, we uh, don't do anything in our yard anymore. And she's like, "What do you want to do with this like two foot beautiful white wooden statue of Saint Francis?" I'm like, "I got an idea. I'm gonna spray paint him completely black and glue an animal <laughs> skull to his forehead." And call him oh, anti Francis, nice. and he's gonna have little sticks in his head, like, like horn kind of, to make him like a woodland creature, like a druid, mm-hmm. and put him on the table. And this way, people will be like, "What the hell's that? You must be a horror author." And they'll know from twenty feet oh, away oh, no. that, yeah. And they'll be like, "No, there's somebody I want to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go over there." Do you have a picture of that? On <laughs> it, it works. Um, I posted something of him yesterday, but I didn't spray paint it yet. I glue a muskrat skull. Well, shit. Get on, get on his Instagram and see the progression of that. Yeah, check that yeah. out. Yeah, we'll for see sure. how that that works. Well, and, awesome. Um, I'm definitely excited for something new, and I hope that convention or whatever goes new. well. I'm, I'm yeah, sure um, it will. I, I mean, mm-hmm. why, why the, not? <laughs> this next one, um, I got obsessed with the X-Files this past summer, and I hey. just, there's, there's something about just aliens and aliens abduction, alien abductions that just... I don't know. It just gets me excited, and I just I, 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 endless writing. language. It, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm well. It's not an X Files shirt, but I'm wearing an alien shirt. So Sweet. I'm fucking. I love anything alien related. This love next it. one's Scared gonna be all like out of a, it. Oh god, that gives me the the creeps, the beeps, and I, the, I, I love it. Creeps. And I want to I want to shoot for like a um like a darker sci fi horror twist alien UFO cult uh, book, and I'm about oh, cool. two there two thirds of the way into it now. And uh, I'm obsessing over it, so I get up every morning. I'll write out like pound out ten pages, which is well, which is we insane. We need to go to we'll a show and camp it together, so you can tell me about the whole thing. Yes, yes, oh, yeah. yeah. And we'll definitely have you back on when that comes out, so we can talk about that. Maybe that's when we'll cover something like Fire in the Sky. That would be great. <laughs> or or the communion with uh, Christopher Walken. That's a good one too. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. that that whole book, Whitley Stryber, all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. my god, scared the shit out of me as a child. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, the movie? Yeah, we can watch Paul. <laughs> oh, that's uh, the dudes from uh, Shaun of the Dead, right? I don't know if that's really... I don't know if it's... They're in it, but it's not like uh, uh Edgar Wright movie. Right. Anyway, Ross, did we ask how you are? How are you? No. Uh, good, actually. No, 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 you didn't ask. Okay, good. good. I didn't know if we got that. Um, no, I actually had some funny, uh, exciting stuff. Uh, uh, the publication, uh, Violent World Magazine, mm-hmm. that I did a uh, flash piece for, actually got published and is out into the ethos of Hell the world yeah. now. That's so awesome. I did a uh, I did a creep show painting for that magazine, and it is the it's on the first page, which I was like, oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool to see. That's great. That is cool. that yeah. with us. Um, I took a photo of that and that is in our discord. If you'd like to check it Hell out. Yeah. How would one buy that? Um, they, it, their website, violentworldmagazine.com. Cool. And it's a, it's a bunch of tattooers and we the were cover all kind of is just, a play on. What is it? I mean, it's, it's Janet, uh, Jackson, Janet Jackson, Jackson the Rolling yeah. Stone, except it's, they live. So it's just like obey, marry, mm-hmm. reproduce all like, yeah, just directly on the front. And uh, it's a bunch of tattooers who we all kind of just picked a movie to do. And we did either a flash piece like flash page or a painting based off of that so yeah. it was, it's all yeah it was super fun there's some really really fun ones in there um there is oh dude i laughed hysterically uh there's a george archer painting uh who's a great tattooer he did night of the demon 
Wow. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll take a photo of that and put that in the Discord. Dick Rippin? Oh, yes. But it's just, it's the painting's glorious because it's just what's her name in the rocking chair just looking crazy. Crazy and Wanda. Just a, crazy Wanda. Wanda. And then just a giant Bigfoot just like, ah. Oh, boy. Wanda, Wanda excuse me. We don't I call her crazy here. Her name's just Wanda oh, yeah. here. Yeah, for real. <laughs> well that's awesome that's that's awesome that i know you've been talking about that and i've been waiting for it to kindly finally come out or whatever because i know you mentioned it to at least us a wild while back yeah it got started uh, i remember when you were like fuck i need to get this done (laughs) i gotta get this thing done uh no it got uh we put it in it was supposed to come out around october but they had supply Mm. issues like supply chain stuff and then um so the it just got published this month and then I think in February, out somewhere in California, they're doing a huge gallery uh, d- display of every piece in there. So it's like every submission. I think there's like 50 or 60 pieces of artwork. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool. That's, That's it. Awesome. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. Um, anything else? No, suck it. I, I don't, suck <laughs> it? Cool. I, I don't know. I don't want to like leave you dry. Same um, Brian, here, Brian here, you'll like this. I don't know if you could see this. This is a, I just grabbed this. Fuck. This is a first oh, God. edition. That, that image right there would give me nightmares as yeah, a child. It's uh, a beautiful, if you guys uh, uh, haven't read communion. this, it's a, the communion by Whitley Stryber. This is a hardcover first edition I found on like, I think like Abe books or a books. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking but, about. But um, I think I snagged it for like $40. I'm like, oh, hardcover first edition. Yeah. But super Done. creepy. Yeah, very creepy. Creepy image. Look at his eyeballs. It's, it's one man's, uh, yes. you know, true story of yeah. his encounter with uh, extraterrestrials. Alien people. Alien, yeah. alien peoples. Alien peoples. Oh, no. It scared the shit out of me as a 12-year-old boy that definitely believed in all of that and that aliens were definitely interested in me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, it was just a matter of, of time I when, they, when still, I would be abducted. <laughs> Brian, do, Brian, do you ever go on the Reddit page? Um, alien abductions. Do you ever go on that page? I do not. I've, There's people ooh. in there that take it real serious and they like have photos of markings on their body that they claim that have happened in recent abductions. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there's people that make fun of them and stuff. But I just love to just read it. It's just fascinating how I, I don't know what is true or not. I'm just, just well, look, aliens just looking are coming at me. for Brian. We I don't that. think I've ever <laughs> been abducted. If I have, I don't remember it. And it hasn't regressed into any sort of memory at this if, point. If you were abducted, which Where one do you think the... all those tattoos came from, Brian? <laughs> I don't <laughs> ever remember getting them. I just always remember <laughs> having them. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian, if you were abducted, which of the three of us do you think would be most likely the alien out of the three of us? Oh, so one of you's like trying to infiltrate, like one of yeah. you already is an alien? Yeah, one of us already is, yeah. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> 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 no human has that hesitate. lush. No human has that yeah. luscious of hair. <laughs> Ooh. Little alien boy, Little alien boy over there. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, aliens, love it. Well, we'll I mean, we've obviously had plenty of alien episodes, and we'll do we'll do plenty more for sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, aliens are dope. I, I got mean, an alien thing. I've been behind the scenes alien talk happening. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've been well. Thanks for asking. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I've been just catching up <laughs> on, on on TV shows every time it gets. Yeah, what are you watching? Uh, I caught up on the latest seasons of Cobra Kai and Umbrella Academy. So, is Cobra Kai the um, the show that about Sylvester Stallone as like a cop when he wears the sunglasses? And um, he's like a bad cop, and he like has like a gun. I think that's a, a, a Shalom cord. Sheriff or something like <laughs> that's that. Co- that that's, no, 
Shalom. That's Cobra. That's the, just Cobra. The, that's the movie Cobra. That has nothing that's to do with the movie Cobra. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are they separate yeah. things? Yeah. yeah completely it's, separate. Well, this, is, <laughs> this is actually, it's actually the same thing, except it's a television series and okay. he's just in a Kia. <laughs> it's Cobra Kia? <laughs> Kia. I've been saying it wrong. I watched the wrong thing. It's I was like, Kia. where's all the karate in this show? Where's no, Daniel son? I just see some it's, dude driving around it in a Kia. It's all Capoeira in a Kia. Roz, how well do you know um, the movie Cobra? With its I, Stallone oh, God. I haven't. Okay, so I haven't seen it in a really long time, but as a tattooer, it's like huge on the list of tattooers who like because there's a there's a montage scene where he goes into I forget the name of the tattoo studio but there's just like this really fucking weird montage of him like asking questions and it's just like do do fucking do do and they're they're in the middle of a tattoo shop and they just pan on like 1950s to 1960s era flash. And then they ask a guy at a Hawaiian like fucking shirt, like tattooing, which could easily be me on any given Thursday. <laughs> and like just, and he's like, nope, don't know what you're talking about. Duh, duh, and then just, that's it. And it's yeah. like, it's just a great flash reference. Actually. I I've always, <laughs> Oh, it's famous for the flash art in the movie. People are like, Holy shit. Look at that. For tattooers yeah because it's like yeah because you paint it you're like oh shit because sometimes like they won't they'll glaze over the artwork and they'll just have some guy in just terrible tattoos who's sure. holding the machine backwards and upside down like doing mm-hmm. it and this one they actually filmed it in a tattoo studio with real tattoo artists which i was like now i get it oh, I, love that, I love that i asked that making fun of the fact that i i didn't watch cobra kai and i'm aware of what it is and then you had a cool story like that went to a pocket <laughs> of, of this <laughs> Of pocket of dialogue unexpected because I said, oh, Cobra Kai, the show with Sylvester Stallone. Brian, you know, this is why we bring you here. There's a this scene, yeah. have you on. Uh, Brian, not, not connected to Cobra Kai, but in the movie Cobra, Sylvester Stallone is like a badass cop. And it gets <laughs> That's brought cool into- that you watch that show, but I got to tell you about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he goes into a grocery store and there's a guy and he's going to blow it up, I think. And he's like, I'm going to blow up this grocery store. He yells, the bad guy yells to Sylvester Stallone. And he goes over the, <laughs> he goes over the PA. He's like, good, I don't shop here. It <laughs> 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 uh, does sound good. Anyway, so you're watching Cobra okay. Kai, Brian. Sorry. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Saw that. Finish that. <laughs> <laughs> Not much else to say. Uh, and other shows? Umbrella Academy finished that too. I uh, yeah. caught up with yeah. some of our movies. Is there a new season of that? Uh, not relative. Whatever the last one that came out, season three. I just hadn't okay. watched it yet. Um, okay. So I got caught up. I on just it finished too. Chucky finally. I haven't watched oh, any of that. Maybe that? I'll dive into that now. Um, I liked it a lot more then than I did at the beginning. It right. took me a little while to like care that Get much, I guess. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I still don't love it but it is good you know what i mean i'll watch the next season dope so somewhere right. in there. it's good it's good enough it's good enough <laughs> yeah it makes me want to revisit all the franchise because it actually ties into the whole thing because it's still what's his name mm-hmm. doing it don mancini something like this i had no clue there's a chucky show oh, yeah. yeah sci-fi it goes off 
And don't forget, you can follow all of us at Shuttle the Pod on Instagram and Slasher as well. Don't forget to check out the info below to get into our Discord, where our very own guest of the night just joined onto that Discord, where it mm-hmm. is yes, fun. Like I said, we just talk about random shit, um, movies, music, history, what we got going on here over there with a whole bunch of people. Um, so get into that. And don't forget about our very real Patreon, where you can get all sorts of exclusive Chuddle the Pod content, including past episodes that are no longer available, stickers, special Discord titles, and more. Speaking of Patreon, we got to do our shoutouts, and this one's very exciting because we got Mm. some we got some new ones in here. The uh, the elder Chuddle the the Chuddle Men, which is what we are, have convened Mm -hmm. and summoned some new witch names. So. First and foremost, Travis Maxwell Boone, the Witch Doctor of Doom, Paul Lich, the Ditch Witch, the Horror Bandwagon, the Witchy Wish Dragon, and now we got Trevor, the Witch Master of Pleasure, and Ricky Prejean, the Witchy Cajon. You are all <laughs> amazing and beautiful, and we love you so much, so thank you so much for, for, for joining out there. Uh, and in case you forget all of this, don't forget you can always go over to shuttle the i forgot what i was supposed to do shuttle the pod (laughs) dot com for all that info you could ever need so we're going to go ahead and take one quick little break and then we're going to jump into sam's segment for the night which will get us real gnarly so we'll be back kitty and we're back thank you so much for our kind sponsors and those awesome words of encouragement and praise we appreciate it so much one day it'll happen so we're gonna go and uh, right into ross's not ross's ross you have a surprise video around oh, sh- <laughs> oh shit here we go well hey there buckaroos <laughs> welcome for another <laughs> kidding um sam uh real gnarly Yo. segment we're gonna jump over to uh, you sup, I mean, sup. Welcome, boys. Tonight, we are going to talk about a little CIA animal fuckery. So the CIA, yeah, the CIA using animals. They've done all sorts of animal stuff. They've been using animals in many different ways for a long time now. Um, Actually, there was one, uh, the dead drop rat. I like that one. Uh, It was a secret form of communication where a dead... Can I a guess dead rat. a dead rat was used yeah. as a dead drop, like where they would stuff something what? in it? Yeah, like an envelope. And <laughs> they would <laughs> leave it somewhere like a for rat someone wallet? else to find. Yeah, like a rat wallet. If you're so you know how you <laughs> left Mike a note in Salem? Yeah. You could have put it in a rat. <laughs> and nobody would have picked it up or done anything. What? It's definitely not a tourist thing to do. That's, yeah, that's yeah, probably not. So the whole reason you would put it in a dead rat is because nobody's going to be like, unlike with a rock where somebody might be like, hmm, and pick it up. Uh, there's going to be like, oh, a dead rat. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. So that's, that's... why they'd use them. Um, <sighs> although it still seems to me like it would be hard to retrieve the message. Like somebody would be like, Hey, why is that guy picking up that dead rat? <laughs> like, did you see sure, that guy put that sure. dead rat in his pocket? I guess, yeah. But like once would be kind of like, huh, that's weird. But if he's picking up a dead rat on the same corner like every other Tuesday, it's yeah. that might that might last me a lot of some questions. Mix it up, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the thing. They'd 
use dead rats. I think actually instead of Discord, we should start using dead rats. Not sure how the I mean, logistics would sense. work for uh, that. But do you know how spoiled that rat would get by the time it got mailed in New York? Because we're not mailed. You would have oh, to I thought you them. meant like pampered. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, are there still issues with rats? Um, as far as I know, I don't know if the rat czar position has been filled. To be honest. Oh um, yeah. Damn. We should look into uh, rats we'll too. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, get we'll into follow that. up on that for sure. Boil that down again. <laughs> Double boiled. That old rat killing wheel. All right. All right. They use the rats. That is just a fun one. Uh, <laughs> we're we're, we're going to talk about something else. It's just a fun um, one. And I'm actually going to, this question for all of us, but I'm going to point it to our guest first. Um, What's your experience with cats? Are you a cat person? Um, as as the video, if if the world could see it, um, there's a cat sleeping behind me. That's that's Mr. Burger. Um, so Mr. Burger, Mr. Burger. Yeah, I have three cats. Yeah. Um, the other cat's in the room with me right now. She's hiding somewhere behind my stack of DVDs. DVDs are these um, circular discs which movies are held on. It's an old <laughs> oh. it's an old archaic um, form of watching movies uh, uh, as opposed to streaming and watching things on your phone. Um, DVDs can't can't they can't be put in the phone. Um, Mike, I I didn't know that you were into antiques. That's yeah. amazing. Um, so yes, I am a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why uh, do you ask, Sam? Well, no, I know you. I know you're a cat person. I actually yeah. knew the answer to that. Um, but uh, less so actually with these gentlemen. Did you guys ever have cats growing up? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I had six cats growing up. And, oh my God. Um, funny thing <laughs> is when uh, I moved from New Jersey in 98 to Florida, I developed a horrible allergic reaction to cats. Um, oh. And my parents' decision, she's like, well, you're my kid, but they're also my babies. So we're going to figure this out by just getting you an ionic breeze in your bedroom. And you can just kind of hang out of the bedroom for most of the day. Nice. Well, well, I thought you were going to have to live outside, so that's better than <laughs> I, did, I almost. I almost did. No, I had a um a, a huge regimen of antihistamines and stuff like that. I used again as a kid. I used to really enjoy cats, and now like there's maybe three cats that I've interacted with that I don't just get violently allergic. So to. the allergy just showed up at what? How old were you? Uh, fourteen. Actually, and then it never went away. It never went away. Wow. Like, I mean, like I can be at least at 38, I can like almost 38. I can almost be in a room with, or a house that people have like cats and not have a full, like they'd have to be on my lap or kind of like around me to start like the allergies. But it used to be like, I'd be in a, a house with someone who had a cat and I would lose it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you think when you had six cats when you were younger, you could. I was in it? hell. Yes. Would you remember that cartoon Voltron? Can six cats make like a a cat a cat czar? Yeah, it was honestly. Well, they assembled themselves like a big like Goliath. They turned into a panther, and that's what was yeah Mm. chased me Mm -hmm. usually around the house. Like a big cat king. Yeah, like a catron. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer because I really enjoy cats. I just I can't really be around them. I see, and the CIA has used this to to fight people. Is what Sam is. Rybrand, maybe Rybrand. Never had cats Not really cat. growing up. I had a house once that I lived at that had a, a cat came with it. So we had a cat there, but mm-hmm. sure, sure, sure. Never been Not a really postal. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Sam is allergic and she has family. You know, I, I'd have cats, except there's too many allergic people around. Um, but I grew up with cats. I like cats. Cats mm-hmm. are cool. So um, what happened with the cats? Well, what, what do you mean? <laughs> what did the CIA do? Tonight oh, we're going to no. talk about... Cat bombs. Elephants. Um, <laughs> oh. Tonight oh, we're going to talk about an operation that took five years to complete. Project Acoustic Kitty. Oh, like the band? Like the, like the metal band Kitty? Is this oh, just yeah. about... Yes. So <laughs> if you did not know, do you know the famous story about the scorpions writing that song about the wind or something to... Wind of Changes, right? Wind of Change? Yeah. 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 So that Kitty wrote a song, um, a similar thing, because they were very popular in Russia. Brackish. <laughs> and... <laughs> It really changed everything around. Do you know that the singer, guitar player lady from Kitty, I I think her name might be Morgan, maybe, I think. She has you a horror... You know all their names, don't lie. She has a horror podcast. There's like 16 of them at one point. Oh, really? There's has... been a lot no, of people the, that have been... The main... They're like a Slipknot? Oh, no, okay. the main singer-songwriter has um, a podcast. I can't remember what it's called. It's from Canada. Oh. And her and two other... Um, young ladies are horror fans. It's pretty popular, I think, up in the. Cool. Up in, uh, I, I did not know. About I don't that. know what it's called. I can't remember. I feel like an idiot. Oh, you look like just fun. Ins- <laughs> we'll, we'll insert. We'll, we'll insert and post. <laughs> All right. So we're not talking about Kitty. We're talking about real cats <laughs> and the CIA. The idea was that CIA operatives would turn a cat into a radio and then train it to sit near foreign officials. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Russians is what I assume. They'd be like, the idea was a cat would go like relatively unnoticed. Like cats would just kind of walk up to people, right? Mm. So they're like, we're going to turn this cat into like a radio and send it next to some Russian diplomats and that'll be great. A little spy cat, acoustic kitty. Mm-hmm. So for the cats to be effective spies, the necessary implants couldn't affect any of the natural, their natural movements or they might blow their cover. <laughs> might be like, Oh shit. That cat's, cat's a spy. Weird. That cat's a spy. <laughs> Do you think okay. it's because like, instead of like a cone on its neck, it's just one of those giant satellite things. So it just yeah. has, like, and it just has the the beacon coming out of the forehead. Like exactly. It, it is a cone, this? but just with an added arm to it. Yeah. Uh, Sam, what I, year was this, this experiment? You know, done? that's, you'd think that's something I'd have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would like think that would be something. Or something. It, it was the mid 50s for oh, sure. Oh, wow. That okay. makes it even cooler. That really makes it cool. It was be. about a five year period in the early mid 50s. Ross, can you do a German accent? Like, because you had a really good. Who was the guy <laughs> from Possession? <laughs> uh, no, Ross isn't know, allowed to do him anymore. Do I was actually, I was, uh, I was voted from never. To, well, no, no, no. What was the other one I came with? His brother or yeah. something? Or yeah, it's like Arnold, somebody else. It, I had nothing to do with that. He, I had not. Oh yeah, that's right. the one who was born in the seventies. Yes, now, if exactly. he were to come up with the idea of making a radio cat for the CIA, how would he say it? <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 
so gentlemen i've had this i have this great idea so um we have a uh mid-century well i mean it's technically it's now century because we're in the 50s but i want to put i want to put um this whole radio inside of mr kitty cat um so i'm thinking the antenna could go through the tail and then the speaker oh. could go outside of the mouth <laughs> It's shocking how close you are. <laughs> You're half right, essentially. Oh, um, That's amazing. We'll, we're, we'll get there. Uh, so the equipment, um, so didn't want the cover to get blown. It also had to not irritate the cat so that it wouldn't, like, you know, scratch it out or lick it out or paw it out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Cat stuff. <laughs> um all the components, a power source, a transmitter, a microphone, and an antenna would also need to withstand the cat's internal temperature, humidity, humidity, and chemistry. Victor Marchetti, who is formerly an assistant to the CIA director, said this in an interview. They slit the cat open, put batteries in him, wired him up. The tail was used in as, as an antenna. Oh, God. They made a monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ! What? Especially the fifties. Like, yeah. Could yeah. you imagine That's after? So, can you imagine after it's sewing? Totally fucked up. Like sewing the cat back up, and then like they look at each other. Like, God, we did it! Oh my God, we did you it! Crazy son of a bitch, you did it! <laughs> <laughs> we, like, we always no. thought if we could, we never asked if we should. Why isn't it moving? <laughs> and now this cat is gonna follow our commands. You ready? Yeah, Come exactly. on, cat. <laughs> <laughs> at this point you should just have a taxidermy cat on like like an rca wheels you know what i mean like just like like a remote controlled kitty cat it just kind of just rolls up and then kind of like i guess they, would, you would i mean herding cats is a phrase for a reason in a way anyway that's not what i'm getting at let's keep moving uh he continued victor marchetti the cia feller the cat was used for the experiments, had to be cut open and have a power pack placed inside its abdomen. Wires were run up to its ears to its cochlea, its tail used as an antenna. Wires were Ross. Wires were hooked to its brain to determine when it was hungry or sexually aroused, and wires to override these urges. What? That's yes. Weird. That's weird, man. So, so they tra- so they knew the parts of the cat's brain that would be simulated by hunger and sex, and they literally like neutered it. Yes, and like, this is seventy years ago. This is brain neutering. Wow. Yeah. During training, according to Marchetti, the cat would wander off when he was hungry. So they tried implanting another wire to override his snacking sense. Oh wow. my god! I like the fact that they use the word overriding, which is basically they gave this thing an electric shock in its brain, so it wouldn't do this. Like you could just imagine a cat walking away, and they go, "Well, he's walking away," and they just jump six feet in the air. It's horrible. And then just goes. It's like <laughs> zombifying. It's like, and then it had like natural urges, so we had to override these with these wires. Totally That's fucked. It. Wow. That's. I mean, just, why the concept in and of itself is wild, and then I'm surprised that it it got to this point. You know what I mean? Like someone saw this on paper and went, "Yeah, yeah." Well, and this is like they've been training that this cat was chosen because it seemed like the most like it would like walk over to a bench full of 
Russians. My my oh, cat. I was my cat wouldn't put up with that shit. He wouldn't do it. Wires no. or not? No, Mr. I was gonna say, like, I'm just picturing. Yeah. Was he t- first Mr. his Burger class? Never get chosen. No. Was was this cat first his class at the kitty, like the cat academy? Like it was, yeah, like it, essentially. Yeah, okay. This is the Top Gun, Maverick. Oh, this is Maverick. Maverick the cat. Do you think that 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 as society as the CIA progressed, did they? might have made the band kitty to be like CAA operatives. Who, who... No, that is also true. That's yeah. so this was actually <laughs> then, just going to lead us into that. Into okay. kitty, the band. Yeah. And, found then, me and out. that's why they did the horror <sighs> podcast. That's what yes. the, right. I think it's called. They're called the witch, witch finger. I found them. Witch finger podcast or the horror. Mm. I don't forget if you guys want to tag them in that and they'll be like, wow, other idiots talk about horror movies <laughs> and messed up shit in the world. <laughs> Hey, thanks for thanks for bringing us up during the cat vivisection section yeah, of your yeah, podcast. You, uh, CIA cat cat radios. <laughs> Guys, is Brian really good at being a mannequin? Is he? Oh, so sometimes he has to dip out because uh, like the dogs are doing something, so he'll just leave and come back. But he leaves he leaves a little piece of himself behind. I wonder how many people do that drink COVID. They just have like, a picture all themselves. the time, notoriously all the time. I bet they do. The CIA developed a three-quarter inch long transmitter to place at the base of the cat's skull. The microphone was placed in the cat's ear canal, and the antenna was a thin wire woven from the cat's head to its tail. Wow. Oh, my God. Was this one operation or multiple operations over a course of time? Well, so this this was one cat that all this was done to. Um I, but this was like, you know, years just to get to this point. Yeah. Five years. And uh, so during the Acoustic Kitty's first test run, he was, they brought him to like a park or something and dropped him outside a van and instructed him. They're like, you see those two dudes over there? Did you go get near them so we can pick up the conversation? Yeah. Acoustic Kitty went to cross the street. And was immediately run over by a taxi, killing oh, him instantly. No. <laughs> oh. These assholes didn't even drop him off on the right side of the street. A they Russian, made him cross the street. It was a Russian Millions of dollars of research and taxpayers' money went into a cat getting immediately froggered the second he got out of a van. <laughs> Man, Ross, you're so good. With picking out the video game reference in certain things, he got froggered. There was the one where I was, where I was at the listening to the podcast of Wreck, and where you said that a lady got pushed off the balcony, and you said she would be like the Sonic the Hedgehog if she if coins were to come out of her. <laughs> all, of, all of her rings shot out, man. But like, you that's... like use like a video game reference. I just. This is what, like, which I can't imagine that. Can you imagine being the guy who was ordered to drop the cat off? Like, how I'm do you just explain of a that? Guy, like listening with the headphones on, and then all of a sudden it blows just, like, his eardrums out. Forget. Yeah, exactly. That Russian taxi cab driver—he probably was like, "I ran over cats." <laughs> Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Dear comrades, asset, <laughs> asset has been neutralized. <laughs> the cat has taken a nap. He has been frogged. <laughs> He's been frogged. So, uh. Marchetti again. They put him out of the van and a taxi comes and runs him over. There they were, sitting in the van with all those dials and the cat was dead. The total cost of the operation 
was twenty million dollars. Holy twenty shit. million in twenty and that was million dollars. Nineteen fifty something. They ended it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there's a possibility? Now I know none of you that, own cats. Mm-hmm. I own a cat, as we could see in this in the image behind me. He doesn't listen to anything. Like, do you think that cat with, what did you say, $20 million? $20 million? Yeah. $20 million. Well, the whole operation. After did they ex- all, all like the, the Pavlov's dog of shocking the animal and trying to get to do this and trying to get to do that, the cat secretly was waiting for the fuck you moment and saying, no way, CIA. Just I'm just going to do whatever I want to do in this last moment of my life. And bam, El Smacko, the cat. It, its life had been hell yeah. and it was like, yeah. oh my God, I can kill myself. <laughs> it took an opportunity. I'll show just- you. Yeah, he just hears Freebird and just starts running towards the taxi. That's it. In um, in closing, I'm gonna re- yes, go ahead. I'm just do you, okay. <laughs> I'm still like I'm still baffled over the fact that they didn't drop him off on the opposite side of the street. But do you think the driver of the van immediately had a lifetime like thing being in an outpost in Antarctica, like <laughs> like a fuck up, like a twenty million dollar fuck up that bad. That guy must have been immediately shipped off to like the edge of the earth for the rest of his military career. Probably he got moldered. Yeah, moldered. huge buried. Yeah, like an X Files reference there, like that. Yes, yeah. Yes, we like X Files. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I'm gonna end with reading. I, I think it's the first page. So we found out about this sometime in the 2000s when some CIA documents were released. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some redactions. Um, so I'll include that. But so here it is. Memorandum for colon blank, blank, blank. Subject views on trained cats blank for blank use blank. Our final examination of trained cats blank for blank use in the blank <laughs> convinced us. <laughs> Seems I believe it's the pro- redacted. Redacted. redacted okay excuse me convinced us that the program would not lend itself in a practical sense to our highly specialized needs repeated checks on the state of training and equipment showed us that it was indeed possible to train redacted 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 <laughs> locations we were not able to visualize redacted redacted <laughs> used for this technique under conditions that prevail redacted 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 we have satisfied ourselves that it is indeed possible, redacted, 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 mm. redacted, redacted. Ooh. This is in itself a remarkable scientific achievement, knowing that cats can indeed be trained to move short distances. Redacted. <laughs> redacted. I don't redacted. know. I, I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think even with all the brainwashing and all the shocking, I think a cat's not going to listen to anything a person tells uh, them. Hey, according to the CIA, yeah, the last thing there, this is an... In itself, a remarkable, all that redacted shit is in itself a remarkable scientific achievement. Knowing that cats can indeed be trained to move short distances. Fuck. Um, there's no, there's no proof though, because the cat just only made it across On the street. On its first training exercise, once gets everything was installed, got run over. 30 by seconds <laughs> into his mission, gets completely well, killed. You don't know what's in that redacted part. That could explain everything, right? Is that it's why we got for- forced to, to, to have have tracking devices now and, and, and uh, laser satellites because cats won't listen? Honestly, this might be an entire cover. Laser satellites? It, imagine a world, it, yeah, imagine a world where this worked and all technology... Like spy technology started going into animals. (laughs) Animals, like nobody trusted any animals. Like, yeah, this is probably 
two Russians again, like talking in a couch, just like Moses up, fucking <laughs> shoot it in the head. <laughs> just so masculine. <laughs> it was a spy. Do you think this is a spy major cow. cover up? Spy cow. Because the cat <laughs> got up because he because only one of his lives. So he could do it eight more times. That's the ultimate spy God. cat. Do you they, think they that, used them all up putting all that shit in them? What are the chances oh. that it was, that's why it had to be a cat? Right. Yeah, that's true. What are the chances that the Russians knew and there was a Russian dog driving the taxi? And then, and <laughs> a bra- a well, brainwashed I, I dog. Think, yeah. <laughs> Didn't they do all those experiments with like and the, dog heads? The, hey, I'm assuming oh, yeah. it's Russian. Oh my God. The yes, they did. In the fifties, this could have been Cuban. <laughs> could have been. Could have been. been. That could have been Havana. They were gonna set this cat free. Who was president at the time in the United States when this cat? In 1955. Yeah. Come on, Sam. You're a history guy. President. He was him. He was president. Yeah. Yeah, for the half of it. <laughs> for, <laughs> for about four for to eight least, years. For at least four or eight years of it. <laughs> Depending. Depending on who you ask. I mean, not my president, but <laughs> it would be it would be Dwight Eisenhower, thirty four. Here's the thing. Here's yeah, the thing about said. Dwight Eisenhower. I didn't vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> he um I mean, he seems lying. like a guy who would who would say, "Let's make a cat a radio device." Right. Seems yeah. like that kind of guy. He signed off on that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Sam. That Stan. was some very interesting. Um, Macabre history for us all there. Odd and macabre. Odd and macabre. Odd and macabre. You hit. Jeez. You hit all the bullet points. Uh, so thank you for. I didn't know anything about that, but I do like the fact that I have now imagined a world where, for some reason, I just imagine gorillas <laughs> <laughs> walking up to what's people. The, what's like the most inconspicuous animal you can have walk up to you? A gorilla, <laughs> just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind this gorilla oh is, uh, is this just, is this your gorilla no i think it's an alley gorilla oh wow it's a short hair yeah friendly <laughs> i think it oh. wants a treat so i'm surprised you. by the antenna coming out of its ass <laughs> <laughs> they all have that now uh it's a new gorilla new metal gorilla all right new metal thank gorilla. you I appreciate that because, yes, it is producing a lot of fun ideas in my head. All right. So we're going to go ahead and go over to one more quick break before we get into my segment tonight. And I've been real quiet about this one. Uh, it, it, it'll be fun. So then we're going to go ahead and take a quick little break. Kitty. And we're back. Thank you so much to our kind sponsors for those lovely words of encouragement. As we said before the break, we're going to jump into my segment for tonight, where I'm going to bring you a, a creepy file. So, shit, let's just go ahead and get into it. Let's do it. In the early morning hours of September 11th, 1997, a call comes in to an AM radio station. Online, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, Art. Yes. Hi. Um, I, 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 I don't have a whole lot of uh, time. Um... Well, look, let's begin yeah. by finding out whether you're using this line properly or not. Uh, Area 51. Yeah, um, that's right. Were you an employee or are you now? Uh, I, a former employee. Former um, employee. I, I, I was let go on a medical discharge about a week ago. This call would lead millions to wonder just what the hell happened on that early morning. So it's time to close your eyes and open your mind as we dive into the creepy files. 
Yo, what is about to happen? My mind is closed and I'm diving in. <laughs> so it, it my mind is closed. Your mind is closed. Close your mind off. Closed, done. <laughs> Open your eyes. Only believe what you see. Um. So yes, we are we're diving back into coast to coast AM with our, our buddy Art Bell. Now, yeah, yes, very excited. I wasn't for this. here for the last one. <laughs> our story tonight centers on this call, which will yeah we'll continue that in a, uh, a moment. For a little context, this is coast to coast AM. Now I talked about it probably on an episode that might be almost a yearish old now. Mel's Hole, which mm-hmm. is one of my. Mm-hmm favorite episodes that we've done i got it i gotta interrupt that's one of my favorite things you guys ever talked about like ever I, I, it's our I, most played I, episode yeah. as of right now there's one Mouse creeping Hole. up behind it but yeah I, it was a pleasure to do and i mean the reason it's so good is because it just i mean it fucking did itself i just had to present it to you <laughs> but that was a wild story this one doesn't go quite as much there so but it but it's fine how could it yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> nothing i don't think i think that's where i peaked in our podcast by the way and everything's just been downhill since. Top tier. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the numbers show it. So, so Art Bell uh, had this morning show, coast to coast. Well, not morning show, but it was like late night. He was he uh, broadcasted out of Nevada, and I think it was on from you know like ten, eleven o'clock night there till two, three in the morning. So, East Coast mm-hmm. it was on even you know different morning hours. So that's that's Art Bell, and he. I mean, he would take all these calls. Fun thing, I I, I mean, I did kind of learn in this is that all of his calls were just open calls. He didn't have anyone screening the calls. So if you got through, you just went straight through to art and we're just talking. Oh, wow. That is cool. <laughs> and he usually typically had, I think it was about three or four lines open. One would he would call like East of the Rockies, West of the Rockies. He usually had a hotline dedicated to like a topic of the night as well. And then this one tonight, he had a hotline open for Area 51. It was supposed to be about, this show was supposed to be all about current former employees. He wanted them to call in. So that's what the line was open for. Uh, so then the call continued. And uh, I, I've kind of been running a, across the country. Um, oh man, I don't know where to start. They're, uh, they're, they're going to... Um, they'll triangulate on this position really, really soon. So um, you can't spend a lot of time on the phone, so give us something quick. Okay, um, um, okay, what, what we're thinking of as, as aliens are, they're, uh, they're, they're extra-dimensional beings that an earlier precursor of the, um, space program made contact with. So, it interdimensional call goes right in that so right off the bat the caller sounded pretty panicked <laughs> yes yeah i agree unless they're running across country like forrest gump they are they are fucking they're stressed <laughs> they're just going out for a run on fire like uh on fire <laughs> sick yeah like on sick um so yeah and they he says that they suspect that they will triangulate on his position soon and he's talking about what aliens really are and he's yeah very very panicked coming in the call resumes uh they they are not what they claim to be uh they have infiltrated a lot of uh, uh a lot of aspects of, of of the military establishment particularly the area 51 uh the, the disasters that are coming they the, the military 
I'm sorry, the, the government knows about them. And there's a lot of safe areas in this world that they could begin moving the population to now aren't. But they're not doing, they're not doing anything. They are not. Getting even more frantic. <laughs> yeah. So, so is he, safe places as in if humanity is supposed to survive, we're supposed to go to these places? There's or, places, apparently, I guess he's saying that we could be moved to, or populations could be moved to, to protect us oh, like some disaster. Oh, disaster. God. I wonder if yeah. this is like a, a, a Twilight Zone to serve man, like if we're just cattle to, you know, I don't know. Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> no, well, yeah. It sounds like somebody who needs some help. <laughs> to me. He, um, he reminds me of like the guy on the movie Seven. Who had to put yes. that thing on? Uh, yes. Well, he was like <laughs> yeah. so. Who had also yeah. just run a marathon? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about with a knife dildo. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's kind of that same like frantic energy. It's like it seems like he's. Uh, I well, mean, even even if like 1997 was before the Blair Witch came out, so like you know how stuff went around the internet so fast, you just believed everything. But like, mm-hmm. what scared this guy that fucking bad? I mean, he's that's legitimate fear. That's fear right there that you can't. I mean, see, unless, yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. It's very like you you can kind of feel what's coming off of it, and what Sam says too. It's like what makes this any different than any other crazy caller that Art's probably gotten on any other night, mm-hmm. and this you know you could kind of establish this i didn't listen to much of the other parts of this podcast if anyone or the the episode that this call was from, from. um mm. i've i did so much poking around to, to find the cl- all, all this other kind of shit we'll get into but um so i'm not sure if anyone else called that night where that were like kind of like i don't know as frantic or anything like that but what happens next i'm going to play the next clip it's a little bit longer but this is kind of and we'll go from there but this is what leads us into why this clip is why this call means anything they want the major population centers wiped out so that the the few that are left will be more easily controllable discharge Anticipation. What is happening? Some way, something knocked us off the air, and we're on a backup system now. It's uh, the government, or I don't know. <laughs> it has to be something, though. Well, did you hear? Now you tell me because you were listening. That was awful strange. There was a really weird guy on the air when it went off. Yeah, real weird out. Like uh, going, sort of, sort of sounding paranoid, yeah. schizophrenic. 
like crying and everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 How yeah. far into the conversation was it when when it went off? Just a couple, about 15, 20 seconds, I'd say. Oh, you you, like you guys missed, you, you really missed the call then, and I've got a feeling somebody didn't want you to hear it. Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> like, their, oh wait, their power got knocked the out? The whole like show the- gets knocked off the air. The satellite, okay, so what happens is that the satellite feed, so Art Bell has his studio in Nevada that he broadcasts yeah. out of. They have a satellite link feed that broadcasts his signal to the networks, and then the networks pump that out, you know, wherever on the AM radio bands and stuff. The, the satellite that Art broadcasts to or from or whatever just stopped broadcasting. So his the whole channel got knocked off what? the air quickly what what it did cut down so there's a bunch of blank space there but and then what techno. listeners ended up hearing and they kind of go on and talk about it at some point too is that they the networks quickly realized that uh, art's signal was cut off or something so they started playing like an old interview so then callers started hearing that or listeners started hearing like an old interview with someone all of a sudden and then it goes back in once he gets his backup systems up and running and then he starts taking calls in for the rest of the night and they're pretty much just talking about what they heard and wondering what, what, the hell what was the happened. music that played with that was that part of it that's his like that's his intro music okay. oh, that's like yeah okay. so that was then coming back in like and like picking up like starting up their backup systems or whatever and, and wow. right, I, th- I yeah. thought that just that music just flooded in like with, with without control that'd that be terrifying the show. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. wild yeah so like again any and lunatic no calling in to... would have been you know whatever it would have just been lost in the night i think but the fact that this happened at that exact time is how what long has... how long was it how long was all that like you you broke it up but what was it, like two minute two minute long call like so what he goes on to say and there's there's a few other things talking about like how long that initial call lasted Versus what we heard on the air. We only heard like a couple minutes at most of what that call mm-hmm. was, but apparently it goes on a little bit longer. Okay. There is some story out there that apparently at the time as well, there was someone who worked for, for Penthouse who was supposed to be writing an article on Art Bell that was supposed to be in the studio that night that apparently took like a bunch of notes and like wrote something about it or said something. Now, what look research i've done into that i can't get i can't find a digital edition of that issue i i found someone who referred to the proper issue i had to do a bunch of digging to find like these little things but i found which issue it was like i could have bought a copy but like just to find this article that maybe said something i had no idea yeah but uh no digital issues there and then you'd have to complete the collection by getting exactly and like literally i'm literally (laughs) it's literally buying a penthouse for i'm for it's doing it for the article (laughs) that was and that's the shuttle promise yeah that was like a kurt vonnegut character that happened to one of him i think was kilgore trout had published Uh a bunch of weird sci-fi and ended up somehow in pornographic magazines only from oh. 43rd street in in new york yeah, sure. in like the 80s or something like that <laughs> a yeah. lot of sci-fi shit was in like this pulp know, magazines porn, and pulp, like pulp porn, porn mag- yeah all that kind of yeah. stuff i got a playboy because of uh chuck Palahniuk short story oh, oh yeah. legendary one where people were passing out there's that walking dead one that's... right that was in a playboy yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. exactly yeah. so so that's that's one other thing that i couldn't you know like confirmed that that actually happened but people were out there saying yes this issue exists and something like that happened ross um 
just kind of a side tangent. Did he make his own master's recordings of every episode or not to my knowledge? Okay. So So like there's no master cut of most of all that happened. Most of what at some point there was or something. I have no idea what kind of, cause he was broadcasting every night for, you know, three hours a night, four hours. Oh, that's very true. That, that volume must've been, especially he was doing it early on, but this is also 97. So a lot of this shit still tapes. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I'm, what was the what was the show was, uh, called again? Coast to Coast AM, and Coast it's still on. It's still on with George Norrie now is the guy who hosts it. And Art Bell had his his problems, and people have his problems with the new Coast to Coast. Is Art Bell has pa- since passed. If I know, I okay. mentioned it in Mel's Hole, but we okay. So that that is connected to Mel's Hole as well, right? The, yes, the, Art, same, Mel's okay, whole Mel called okay. into Art and talked to Art. Yes. No I love way. Art Bell. The more, yeah, yeah. So that's what this is. Yeah, Art Bell was known for paranormal, all Insane sorts of stuff. crazy, wow. all sorts I of pitch- the fun stuff late at night, like paranormal radio, and people calling I, in. He would just open up his lines and let people call in and talk about whatever they want. And he had this very. I very much liked how he talked to people. It was almost this like skeptical, but believable way he would talk yeah. to people. He'd call them out on their bullshit, but also like lead them on very well to keep talking and make them feel comfortable. He reminds me of Kojak, the night stalker, like mm-hmm. that old seventies series where it's Interesting. like a photo journal. It's a journalist, but like that, it's that same, like he's incredibly skeptical about the situation, but he, will go with but it. But also you know he definitely I mean? believes it too. But yes, like 100%. Like he totally believes it, but he's very skeptical at the same time. It's like, it's true, but everybody's evidence is bullshit and he's looking for the real evidence. So he's going to keep like poking at it and stuff mm-hmm. or who knows what he believed and like, if like whatever it was, but he was a very big, like prominent figure in the, the paranormal world in terms of That's like, awesome. The how freaked guy. out are you guys right now after like hearing that, like how unsettling that, that, that guy's panic was in his voice kind of freaked me out. Sam's fine. It's, <laughs> like I was Sam gauging on your shit about any of this. <laughs> it's uh, a yeah. <laughs> Sam's our ground control mostly. For, uh, <laughs> like he's like yeah, that's fair. Uh, no, it is. I think it's. I think it's. I get so inopportune when the broadcast gets cut off because mm. he's like it. I feel that what the next part of that would be is like their plan to call most like cut off most of the population and stuff like that so like you have this like they're gonna wipe out huge areas of the population and, and then he also says early on they're gonna triangulate on my position very soon yes yeah i thought he was referring then, to aliens and, i didn't think he was referring to government like when he said that the g-man but it's it is aliens well, they the infiltrated the government yes right? they That's have infiltrated the government and but it's not even aliens it's interdimensional mm-hmm. that makes it even yeah. cooler that have infiltrated the government especially area 51 yes and they're going to take out the big I might cities because like, like, we'll be easier to control as little pockets. I might be going for a stretch here because, um, well, I am a cat. You're scared. Well, yeah, I'm a little a little scared, but I um, being a cat person, as we mentioned before, do you think the cat from Sam's segment, like the spirit of it connected to the CIA, has anything to do with this call oh. in 1997 through arts? Was oh. it the cat? The cat you, made the call? Something related to it. Maybe, I mean, this possible. could again become come down to like animal that was some sort of animal EMP thing, right. like a gorilla that came so, up yeah. the arts so satellite shot like an EMP out of its mouth. Well, both stories it's always a gorilla for me. Maybe they, maybe they actually made the collars from up 
So it's just the oh. it's just the cat actually frantically running across the desert making a phone call. This is with what his brought me on the podcast to find this weird writing connection. Like I'm always trying to find a connection of mm-hmm. one thing to the other. I'm like the cat. He had the something. Cat. He was he was pissed off about the, the Russian cab the driving dog who ran him over, and his spirit somehow connects to this Art <laughs> Bell's show and uh, squelches that guy to not talk anymore through triangulation mm-hmm. into an inter- interdimensional um, thing. He did bring up the fact that there was a cat next to him during the entire call. He didn't bring that up. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to actually pull up the audio, and I, I fine-tuned it so you can listen in the background, and I, I pulled out a sequence where That's you gonna, this is gonna freak the hear shit out a of cat me. meowing. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brian, uh, Art, before you do that, yeah. The, no, that's not real. No, Brian, before you do that, the noise that happened, was that coming from the caller? What like noise? That weird, there was like a weird noise because Sam looked at us and I was gauging by his reaction. I was kind of like, what the fuck is this noise? It was like a weird, I'm just going to say, it was just sci-fi noise. Like it was oh. like a science fiction <laughs> like, noise. Wow. <laughs> like a, a ther- <laughs> uh, what's it, theremin? <laughs> Something. Yes, yes, Thurman. Yeah, It freaked me out though. God, it, it was it was pleasantly unsettling. I didn't notice it. I was just like, "What the fuck is going yeah. on?" So uh, he ends it this kind of night with this. Because it was really strange. All of a sudden, I'm hearing Mark Furman, and when I when That's I was right. well, the network the network of course went immediately to a backup tape while we tried to figure out what blew up here. Uh huh. So that's what you heard happen. Uh huh. And then we're now on a backup link system uh-huh. uh, to be on the air at all right now. So, well, I'm telling you. Am I on the air right now? You're on the air right now. Well, you all better right. be, yes. <laughs> and uh, Where are you, by the way? I'm in Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, I called the other night, and uh, I wanted to ask two things. Real quick. Well, I wanted to say one thing, and I wanted to ask another. Real quick. I wanted to ask if you could play that um, remote viewing uh, one when you were in while you go to Egypt? Yes. And also, I wanted to know uh, uh, all this uh, stuff about, like, uh, Area 51, if it's, like, the government's trying to put it out there like that, so, like, some other place isn't being watched as much. In other words, it's a big decoy. I see what you're saying. Aaron, apparently, we'll be back after the news, I think. Sandy here invited me lost all transmit capability on this end here in Nevada. The transmitter went belly up suddenly for some unknown reason. I've never seen it do this in all the years, all the years that we've been on the air. I have never seen the transmitter in this way just simply fail, a massively fail, like a massive heart attack or some kind. And so we have gone to a backup system to get the signal to you right now, and I presume it is getting to you right now. So that's him just kind of like ending it out with a few callers, seeing what they said and just explaining, you know, that to the best of his knowledge, what the hell happened? They lost. He's never and he's never had this happen before. So So it's bound to happen eventually. Happened to happen during this guy's call. Sure. (laughs) You're real fun. This was a very (laughs) unique event. I was expecting but nobody said it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well here's the fun part that it's not quite over at this point yet about seven months later on april 28th 1998 art what? receives another call fuck yes the east of the rockies you're on the air hi art uh this is brian hi brian uh, hello with a you didn't disconnect me before did you 
were you on earlier tonight? Uh, no, not um. Towards the end of the last hour, you said, uh, uh, East of the Rockies, you're on the air, and your voice was immediately replaced by the operator saying, your party has not connected. Oh, uh, well, see, as you can now tell, I don't screen calls. So right. what happened, obviously, was that I answered the phone just at the very instant that you had been ringing as long as they were going to let you ring. Yeah. And so that occurs, obviously, sometimes I go to a line and... It's uh, dead and nobody's there, and that's what's happened. You know, we just were right. on the cusp there. Anyway, I'm glad uh, you made it back through. Yeah, you got all my paranoia buttons uh, running. I always get very nervous when, when I call you. Uh, I'm Brian. I hung up on you last week. Oh, I see. And uh, I just figured, damn the torpedoes. Uh, I'll just do this and let the chips fall where they will. All right. Um, everybody, I am the Area 51 caller. Um... That's that's my statement, and let you or whatever tear it apart. <laughs> so, okay, we have so, someone calling in the show by the name of Brian, claiming to be the person that made the call, the Area Fifty One. You caller. called into the show and said you did it. Yeah, nineteen ninety eight, um, little twelve year old me, <laughs> 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 or however old I would have been. Yeah, around that age, right? Yeah. Now I know there's not much to go on so far, but do you like? Does this seem like the same guy calling in? Yeah, I mean the state of panic that the dude was in in the early thing, you can't match the voices. It just he was. I mean, how scared would you sound? I mean, not to say you, but how scared does somebody sound them? They come out of like a car accident, like they're not making sense. Sure. That guy yeah. was shitting his pants, and it, this dude to call so <clears throat> calm and so clear. I don't think that other dude had another normal day in his life after the, the last <laughs> phone call guy, right. if he survived. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it can't be the same they, person. They sound, they sound similar, but I think like Mike's saying, like it, there's no way of like, because it's so shrill, like he's so panicked mm -hmm. the first call to try to match a calm voice up to that would be really hard. Yeah. There's not much to go off at this point. So obviously art has questions Is as well. Be like, can you pretend you're scared? Can I hear your scared voice? <laughs> well, let's listen a little bit more. You, you claim you're the area 51. I, I am the man. How do you account for the fact area 51 caller? Okay. That part of the way through your spiel, the satellite went down. I have no idea, and it scared the heebie-jeebies out of me that night. <laughs> uh, I've called a number of times on your specialty line nights doing different, you know, kind of wacky characters, and that's all that one was supposed to be. And uh, if the call had been completed, it would have been ancient history by now. Has it, has it occurred to you, as uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard suggested tonight, that perhaps, if you're really what you say you are, you created the reality of the rest of the situation and took down my satellite. That scares the heebie-jeebies out of me because it means that what I was saying was somehow correct and it was fabrication kind of creating um, creating a reality. Yeah, if, if that was the case, I humbly apologize to you because I love your show and the last thing I would ever want to do is not be off the air. air. <laughs> oh, what 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 can I do to prove my claim here? Okay. Wow, I so, love it. Yeah, I, so... I was not expecting this turn, and I'm here for it. So Dude, this guy so on here good. claiming that yeah, he he calls up often enough and like does these kind of characters, and like he said, and like almost kind of Sam was getting at here, like the coincidence of the signal going out is the only reason 
this is being talked about. Mm-hmm. Like, and I like the fact another... that even the caller is like, yeah, it would have just been lost in the thousands of calls you get. But he goes, it's just like, but that single action scared the shit out of me. I like the fact that the pranker, <laughs> yeah. heebie-jeebies, literally it freaked him out. And then having that realization on air too, being like, maybe something I said was so accurate. Like when I accurately depicted uh, cat antennas coming out of butts and tails. Uh, that like if our podcast just dropped off and then this, we, you know, that would mm-hmm. be this, the, that, that I would get the heebie-jeebies because I would think the CIA was still making cat butts. But why, why that time? Like how much time was it between to the next call, Brian? Like, Seven months? months or so. It was about I, September that, that makes me believe to it less. April. Because that dude... Like to think about that dude is this, going. Is this that a CIA guy? He's like, yeah, yeah, seven months. Don't even worry about it. Well, yeah, so, but like a lot of people have that theory. Yeah, yeah, and he disappears off the air. He's aware of it, and then everybody gets freaked out, mm-hmm. as we all should, if you believe in it, or or just say, I wonder what happened to that guy because he wasn't, yeah, in in any right state right. Of, of of functioning, and then some dude shows up. It just makes me not believe it because of the time. It's mm-hmm. just it, the the time. Is, is so long and the guy is not calling in a panic state unless he proves it well, but even said do with it what you want i'm kind of thinking he's already premeditatedly thought it out and saying people aren't going to believe me which makes me not believe him because of that that's all why right he, i well, dude, of course okay, i get, think people want to believe him though but okay so like my theory is almost like the mothman theory i have is that this guy makes a prank phone call the mm-hmm. satellite drops he gets the shit scared out of him so then for the next seven months he tries calling into the show and every time it rings just by happenstance, it rings to the point where he gets the operator. So it scares him even more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that'd be terrifying. Well, I mean, yeah, again, this is a time and when like you call, there's and, like, only the four phone up. lines and there's yeah. hundreds of people trying to call in. So the probability of you getting the operator is, would probably be pretty high. Right. I have no idea at this point. Yeah. I don't know what the, the call in rate and how like, because people did call in and, and seem to get on often enough. So I think you could relatively get onto the show. Get on pretty there's easily. more, there's a couple more clips. So let me go through those here. Uh, and the last one, it ended with him like being like, okay, yeah, show me. Yeah. Well, I guess you could, you could, uh, you could give us a little of what you gave us then so that we could hear it and know it to be you. So right. word. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, give us your scared yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> Act for us, bitch. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what I love about art. Yeah. He would be like, all right, well, do it. Are you sure you want me to do that, Art? I'm positive. Um, don't. Art, Art, please. Don't. I, I don't want you to ask me to do this. Um, if, if, if I start doing that, that, that guy, I. <laughs> You're right about that. Now, that let's just take that little sample that you just gave us so that we don't alter some sort of hard little reality <laughs> here at the end of the program, and we'll let the callers be the judge. Okay. All right? I thank you for this opportunity. This has just been driving me bananas for months, and you- uh, uh, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't know what you wanted me to do. I, I knew it was very difficult for me to prove to you um, Huh. Uh, but I just thank you for, for your, your patience in, in dealing with me up to this time. All right. It's quite all right. Thank you. Uh, Fritz, uh, Fritz in Phoenix, as a matter of fact, called and said, oh, yes, that's him. Somebody else said, oh, no. Now he has done his little Area 51 caller MO, or the real thing, depending on what you think. 
And so we'll leave it up to all of you. That is what you think. So, yeah, he says, like, one person says, yeah, that's definitely the person. One person says no. So who knows? Leave it up to you callers. Do you think it was this what, guy? What do we think? I think I, I think it was that guy. So here, Mike, let, me, you don't. let me do this um, real quick. Where is it at? Um, they want the major population centers wiped out so that the, the few that are left will okay. be more. Are you sure you want me to do that, Art? Right? I'm positive. Um, don't, Art, Art, please. Don't, I, I don't want you to ask me to do this. Um, if, if, if I start doing that, that, that guy, I, I, <laughs> you're right about that. Now, okay, that I mean that was them kind of butted up next to each other. Quality's a little yeah. bit different on the calls, but but mm-hmm. they sound similar enough. The emotional cadence is is there to, to match. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm willing to acknowledge that. I just now I'm wondering how much of it is is the guy just mental like and i mean, I, don't period, mean and yeah. it, I don't mean that in a negative way and make fun yeah. of mental people i don't want to make fun, say that in a derogatory term but like is he a person who who needs psychiatric help who well, that was what i thought on the very first call mm-hmm. now i'm like oh i bet i, I wonder <laughs> if there are people who do call in as characters oh I mean, he's, good. he's good thing on the show you he's know good. What I, mean? I mean especially like the um in that era i mean like I, it's not the same thing but like Jerry Springer, like the amount of like actors and comedians and shit like that that went on that Members show of the Locust of the Locust <laughs> and, oh bit, and did bits yeah. on there. You know what I mean? Like it's not out of the realm of possibility. This is just a different theater for people just to get weird and like just not be themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people and have all me- these. Sorry, go on. Or it's all real. Or it's all it's real. supposed to be you guys saying that. Not I me. well, I'm. I don't know, man. It makes it just makes me think a lot. Like I hate to say this because I want to believe so much, I really yes. do. And then my favorite thing to always go back to is the scene in The Wizard of Oz, where Toto pulls back the curtain and you go and you see the guy pulling all the levers mm-hmm. and he says, "Don't pay attention to that man in the corner. Pay attention to me, the Great Oz." And he's like, "Don't pay." I think he even says, "Don't pay, pay no attention. attention to the man behind the curtain." Behind the curtain, it's the line, and the man behind the curtain. I've seen too many <laughs> times. What a funny thing to say. And then, and then, <laughs> thing, things in my in my life where where it goes from, you know, working behind the scenes with something or behind a stage or when I used to go to church when I was younger, and I've been behind the curtain too many times. So I'm kind of like, shit. Now I don't believe in anything, and I want to believe this alien mm-hmm. stuff. I really do, and I did believe it so much. Where when you played that first clip, I kind of got freaked out. I did because there's so much panic and then him yeah. calling back up again and then saying he was the guy, the curtain opened in this podcast. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I <laughs> believed so much where I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go make sure my door is locked. So an alien doesn't open up my door in the middle of the night. Oh, and now I mean, I'm like, and now I'm like, no, that guy's faking it now. And I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going through all this gambit of emotions in this podcast, but that's, yeah, my opinion. that's plants, the point of yeah, this right no, yeah. Exactly. So those are Dude. some of the big theories here. Let me just cover yeah. that real quick is the fact that, yeah, a lot of people think that it's um, the legitimacy of this call is some say it's just not the same person. It's just someone making it yeah. up just like Could trying to get attention. Interdimensional being. Could be. Others say mm. that um, it is him. But he is now being forced to make the call and saying that it's all fake mm-hmm. as a cover-up type thing mm-hmm. or a completely different person calling saying it's a him and it's a cover-up type right. thing. So a lot of people lean towards that. Like there's a lot of discussion on like, oh, yeah, that's definitely not the same person. Like I've listened to it a bunch. I've analyzed like there's yeah, oh, wow. it goes back and mm-hmm. forth yeah. on that for sure. A lot of people have speculated on this event, but ultimately things just quieted down. 
That is until about 17 years later. Oh, on shit. September 9th. What? 2014. What? A uh, no. show called Fade to Black with Jimmy Church receives a phone call. All right. Welcome back. Fade to Black. Only, only on the Dark Matter Radio Network. I'm your humble host, Jimmy Church. Follow us on Twitter at JChurchRadio, hashtag DMRadioNet. That's what you want to do. Go hang out in the sandbox. Got a big treat coming up here in a few minutes. Shoot me an email to Jimmy at JimmyChurchRadio.com. I said before the break, I'd take a couple of phone calls. I've got them backed up. Let's take our first one now. Hi, you're live on Fade to Black with Jimmy Church. Who's calling? Where are you calling from? Uh, uh, hello, uh, Jimmy. You're on the air. You're live. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy. Um, I'm. Uh, wow, I can't believe I'm, I'm making this call. Uh, it's been 17 years. Um, um, there, there, there's a lot of hoopla on the radio all these years on the internet. All the crazy. Uh, 17 years ago, there was a call to the Art Bell program. Um, uh, a man. Uh, he he called and he 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 claimed to have knowledge of. Area 51, and it, it resulted in a in a pretty big catastrophe. Um, some I don't know. Some call it radio history. I just know I have been living a nightmare ever since then. Calm down, calm down. It's okay. Hey. Where, where are you calling from? Uh, I, <laughs> I I have fallen for that trick once. I am not going to tell you where I'm calling from. It's only going to be a matter of time before they're going to be able to use. It's like the, the technology has advanced. It's 17 fucking years. Oh, I'm sorry. 17 years. And and <sighs> 17 years. And so, like, yeah, here here I am. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm calling your show. And I know I can what? tell you what mm-hmm. took the satellite down. When? You, are you talking about with back with Art Bell? Yeah, Area 51! Okay. Uh, okay, 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 okay. All right, take a deep <laughs> breath, my brother. Uh, all right, all right. It, what, I mean, ha- what happened? There, there was all... There was truth back then, and there was this crazy guy in Philadelphia, and he called out of his parents' basement because Art Bell put on a program saying, Area 51 callers, call on in! And this guy, who had nothing to do with Area 51, he called in, and he he put on this show, and he said these words, and next thing you know, he said whatever he said at a Satellite went out, and his life has been a living hell since then. What brought the satellite down? I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. He, he, he said things at the time about Area 51 and, and that there was a precursor and to, to NASA and, and the, that what the United States government is in contact with is not alien beings. They are beings from another world. They're extra dimensional and no one seems to understand that. I, I, listen, listen. You're yelling. Just calm down. Calm I'm down here. I, just, I know what I sound like. It's, it's just, it's been hard. Are you there? Something. Hang on. My computer, my mouse is acting funny. Hang on. What the? What was that? Bring that call. What? 
No. What? It no. happened again? Wow. That's Can't crazy. Cannot be. <laughs> Are we back? Wow. Keith, are we back? Keith, just text me. We're back? Yep. Okay. That was a trip. What went out on the air? Somebody call me. 323-825-5045. Oh, 323-825-5045. I want to know exactly. That is buzzing me out. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally buzzed out, man. That, so, so, Sam, do you... Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, wow. Wow. Are my phone lines down, too? Somebody test the phone lines. 323-825-5045. 323-825-5045. I don't even know if I have phone lines. We got everything back online. Okay, we got a call coming in right now. We got, uh, okay, two calls. It looks like it is working. Hi, you're live on Fade to Black. Who's calling? Hey, it's Rick. How you doing? Rick, what did you hear? Uh, I heard some guy just go like... Uh, and that's like he was uh, imitating this one call that Art Bell had from the guy that was uh, calling from a payphone and got uh, got found. And then uh, he cut off, and then we had this really weird circus music. <laughs> really? Hold on. We got another call. Let's let's join these calls. Hi, you're live on Fade to Black. What did you hear? So then he starts taking calls. And it's a really funny thing because he just keeps taking calls, and they all stay on the same line. So then it's so just it's a bunch of people line. talking over each other. <laughs> What the fuck? So this did they try calling this guy it back? Happened again? What's that? Essentially, it happened again. Yeah. Yes. That yeah, something happened. got cut out, and then and there's they, no way of calling this dude back, right? I don't think so. I think he's like, can we get 69. them back on the line? But yeah, hey, maybe. Oh my god! It happened again. Also, the 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 theory that he's presenting is also horrifying to me where it's like you call in to art bell's show as a prank and then you say something out of your ass Mm -hmm. and it winds up (laughs) ruining your entire life because the one in a trillion shot that you you're 100 right and the government knows and you just Mm -hmm. guessed it and they think you have some like how did he find out? We need to uh, like, uh, and they just they make your life a living hell for Not seven. The government, international inter- beings. Well, yeah, that are in right. the that government. Is, no, they that, have infiltrated the than government. If it were alien, like yeah. that. Interdimensional yeah, beings have infiltrated the military and the government. So oh, it although, is both. Although he, after seventeen years, he should have realized that he needed to speed up what he needed to say. <laughs> <laughs> you just needed to get to it a lot quicker. Yeah, you got to get to the fucking point, dude. Just screaming. So the thing is, there's two ways you can look at how who who whomever had shut off that first call back in 1997, and then 17 years later, if it's the same whom 
who had shut it off, whether it's some secret men in black organization or just flat out CIA who puts radios inside cats back in the 1950s. Would we they, don't know if there's a cat in the room right. again. Would they would, would <laughs> they make it better to say, let's not appear to be the mysterious. We've got aliens covered up this whole time with Area 51 and just snatch this message in mid-transmission in the air to make it look like, yes, what this guy's saying is right. Why not just let him look like a lunatic and just say what he wants and just let him wander the streets with a, mm-hmm. with a trench coat? I think they alluded stop. to that. And one of the first calls with Art and one of the guys, he didn't say it so eloquently and Art kind of like summed it up like, yeah, it's like a decoy thing. Like, yeah, let let them do it out there. Yeah. Spout all your crazy truths. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though I it is definitely the truth. Right. It just works for drama. It works mm-hmm. for a show. It works for writing. It works for the X-Files to say, wow, mm-hmm. let's just yank this message in mid message. It's kind of like, wait, I got something to tell you. And then that's it. That works because we're still talking about it today. And it did freak me out at first, but. Here in the second and the third one, I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, is it the same I, guy though? I don't know. I got more clips. Okay, yeah. I think it's the same guy. But now I, I am that it'd be very coincidental for that to happen twice. twice. So the only yeah. thing I can think is this guy set it up. Yes, yes, definitely. Let's just keep keep it going, everybody. Thanks, Jimmy, have a great night. Bye, bye. Is this circus music unusual? All right, it's a money that was trippy. <laughs> hey Brian. Yes. Ah. Say hi to the world. Hello world. <laughs> this is Brian Glass everybody. Yes, the gentleman that made the call 17 years ago on Art Bell which which was radio history. Welcome to the program Brian. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. This is so great to be on your show. And uh, do you know we are two days away from the actual anniversary of the call? Is that bizarre? It's called synchronicity, my brother. Yeah, synchronicity. <laughs> this is awesome. So um, now, <laughs> I the reason why. Um, uh, yeah, thank you for that. And and I got to tell you that even though. I knew what was going on and I was in on it. You were freaking me out, man. <laughs> you were, oh, thank you. You were freaking me out. Thank you very much. I was thinking, uh, you know, okay, you know what? There are a bunch of calls coming in right now. You know what? Let's just see what people have to say. Let's go. You know, takes a few calls or whatever saying hi, hello, and all that kind of stuff. But that, the yeah, fool so. again. Yeah, they got gotcha. you. Quick turnaround. It was yeah, like Sam, Sam knew it because mm-hmm. he's just Mister Skeptic. But like, yeah, it was all a setup. <sighs> uh, but this is supposed to be. This is the the real apparently Brian. the Brian that called right as the hoaxer so, who was also supposed to be the coming original. Up, so they did this thing, and then um, he does go on to explain just a little bit about uh, a few things. See, you know, and did you have any idea, Brian, did you have any clue that you would leave a mark on literally tens of millions of people for a couple of decades? Uh, It has been a surreal 17 years. Uh, I was a struggling up and coming comic book writer at the time. I was also part of a a touring theater group out of Philadelphia. And uh, I was a huge fan of Art Bell because I would, I would spend my evenings uh, literally in my parents' basement, the literal cliche 
back in 97. I was in my parents' basement, and I would listen to Art Bell, and I would be on the computer, and I would either be writing or lettering my upcoming comic. And I would listen to Art, and the very first inspiration for the call that became the Area 51 caller was a night that he had, he had vampires calling up. And uh, he, he, at one point, he, he did it at one of his open lines, he did vampire line. And everyone calling up was supposed to say they were a vampire. And then at one point, he had a caller call in to say he was a vampire hunter. And that was where the first inspiration to kind of do the crazy paranoid guy to call in and be a vampire who actually wanted to be killed. And I spent that whole evening, like within the couple of hours that the free lines were open, trying to get through, and I didn't. And it was like two weeks later, he did the Area 51 caller, and I was working on a book with Mike Oming, at the comic creator Mike Oming at the time, called Ship of Fools. And that whole spiel I rattle off is the backstory behind our comic Ship of Fools about precursor to NASA and they were extra-dimensional beings and disasters that were going to change the landscape of the world. And I just thought, I'm going to make the call. I'm going to play the same crazy, paranoid character. Uh, coincidentally, at the time, uh, in this touring theater group, I was playing a guy in a mental institution in a, in a show called Asylum. And I took the characterization, the, the language, stuttery pronunciation, and combined it all with the backstory of Ship of Fools and thought, let me make the call. And what no one on the air heard was I had a whole, I had boxes set up in the basement. I had a glass to shatter. And at the very end of the call, when basically things disconnected on art, was all of a sudden I shrieked. They, they found me and I started throwing boxes around and it ended with a bottle smashing <laughs> seconds of dead air. And then I picked up the phone and went, what you have heard, Mr. Bell, was just entertainment for your audience. Click. And I realized I was no longer on the air. And when I tuned in the radio, there, all hell had broken loose. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll never forget it. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow, so, dude. Okay, wow. so at this point, I, I believe him. I believe that this person is all all the callers and the, the yeah. thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I got it. I While yeah. it was going on. You went through a lot of emotions. Out, yeah, but I want to throw out something. I um, Before I say it the way I want to say it, I'm just going to say, um, I was at a convention in Charlotte, um, Heroes Con, probably in like 12 or 13 and I'm a fan of this one mouse related comic called mouse guard mm -hmm. and, and um, it's mice related. And I saw um, also <laughs> that sit, listen to this. This is, this is going to freak you out a little, maybe it'll freak you out a little bit. And I saw that another comic was similar to that called mice of the Templar. The mice and Templar. that, yeah. And that is the creator that who we just heard. Mm hmm. Is Brian Glass with a Y yeah. is the creator uh -huh. of Mice of the Templar. And I met yeah. this guy at a con and I was yeah. like, oh, wow, I like this mouse related, like a little medieval uh. sword thing. And he said, there's two camps of people who are into this mouse stuff. You got Team Mouse Guard and like Camp Mice of the Templar. And I think about an issue when he signed it. Anyway, 
Just throwing that out there, and we could continue to talk. That's yeah. hilarious. Fucking crazy. J. L. Anyway, Glass. He, he anyway, the, I, the look of disappointment we saw on your face, Mike, as he continued talking, you just like slowly put defeated. Your oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, head. I did that to you. It worked. Head, it worked, and then started shaking your head like uh, the journey things, I, I went just, on with this with this whole this whole learning the story because I started in the same way. I first learned about it because of the call and you look into just that first call and everyone talks about mm -hmm. how real it is. And I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. What more? And I dug deep to find some of this because one thing that I will say, there was a podcast that I was listening to that was covering a lot of it. And I was like, this is a lot of good stuff. And I listened to it. I was like, this is great. But then I got upset because they didn't talk about the fact that they talk about this call, this interview we're on right now. But they don't mention the part where he's being interviewed at the end. They just talk about, oh, yeah, 17 later, years later, there's a crazy person that called and like uh, then go on about their theories of it. To, to stick, the, stick with the drama of the whole entire I'm thing. Like, come on. But yeah, so I think I mean, I do think it is this guy. He's yeah, the Mice Templar. He's worked with a guy. Um, I think he mentioned him, Michael Oming. Um, yes. Yeah, he's a he's a um, in the industry. I think he's done some work for Marvel to Oming is O-E-M-I-N-G. He worked on Powers with. Brian Michael Brian Bendis. Michael <laughs> 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 so that was this call here. So, I mean, like I said, I think this is all real. But if you have any doubts, he actually did an interview on a YouTube channel called Dark World or This Dark World, which I can't mm. really find out because when I, f I was linked to this video, but when I go to like the channel, <laughs> when I go to the channel, it's been like scrubbed and it's not like a real channel what? anymore and when i tried to go to the links to the youtube for whoever created it it's not in working anymore but there's an interview with um brian brian Glass. yeah and he talks about a lot about how he can verify things with him making the call and he says thus everybody who knows me knows that i have I told them about this phone call literally from the morning after it happened. And uh, a lot of people in comics have known about uh, that I was the guy that made that call before there was even a YouTube with a link that you could cycle around. So people people who know me, they, they know it's the truth. Um, there's even, I don't know if it will come through on this uh, audio at all, but there's even a... Uh, just the way I normally converse has many of the speech patterns that are in the Area 51 callers. Like people who know me listen to the call and go, oh my God, there's, yeah, that's Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Should have him on for a boiled down. I mean, I, he's he's active on Twitter and I'm, I'm going to reach out at some point. But uh, one of the biggest pieces of evidence in his favor is also a series of calls that he made to his good friend, Michael Oming at the time. This is important because he didn't actually talk to Mike. He left his messages on his answering machine. Those messages were saved. Hey Mike, are you there? Okay, it's about quarter of four. Uh, I haven't listened to the tape myself, so I don't know at what point he cut me off. He did cut me off before the joke could go all the way through. The psycho on Art Bell is me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm going to listen to the tape myself. I, I recorded it. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. So that's the first message that's left. There's there's three of them. Um, 
There's actually another one in explaining further detail the events that took place uh, on air and off air with the whole theatrics of the idea, which you kind of explained in that one other clip that mm-hmm. I played for you. How there's this whole thing like the there's going to be like a door kicked in and rustling things around and glass smashing and mm-hmm. and a scream and then like the thing coming on, which is funny because remember that penthouse thing I talked about? One of the things mm-hmm. that's apparently said in it is that the the person writing it said that in the call it ended with like a scream or something. So maybe it got that far mm-hmm. into it at some point, but n- not the part where he picked up the phone. It's like, this was theatrics of the mind or whatever the hell that was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, in your brain, you witnessed a murder, but in reality. So the second message is just like kind of explaining that and going on. And then he leaves another message. are the tapes he he got those tapes because mike decided to save them for you know because this was big it seemed to be a thing and like a give it deal. to him big deal. to save yeah. it he has one other piece of evidence which they do show on the youtube clip which is a phone bill of you see a call placed at like 3 30 in the morning to nevada and then some subsequent calls made to mike as well when these messages would have been left so that's pretty <laughs> much what the story ends um i'm i saw behind the curtain again and saw the man pulling the levers in this podcast i want to believe so hard about alien stuff and brian i don't think you knew that i was gonna say oh by the way my next book is about alien abduction and i'm i think i used the phrase chin deep in the waters of writing a second book about alien abduction and things that go in and around it and i showed you the communion book with this cover and then you got 
creeped out by the cover, this Whitley oh, Stryber, yeah, this is... right, this hardcover. So that was kind of like really cool that that's how I came into because you knew me as a horror author with um, Haunted House shit. And I went a different way and said the X-Files and you and I had that connection. And you play this total surprise, beautiful, juicy, just juicy. wonderful steak. And it was per- perfect. Aww. And then and then my emotions get up and getting <laughs> unsettled. My door shut in my room. I want to go want to go lock the door so the alien doesn't come in. And then it ends up being a, a brilliant stunt by a comic book guy who's really, really good at shaking up shit shaking it and up then, and then and then all of us all the believers out there believed it and went bananas in 1997 this is before Blue Witch came out but this is before Blue Witch came out and people believed that movie was real when it came out because mm-hmm. the internet had a fake website so I could see people going bananas over this back then in 1997 and then you have the hardcore believers saying nope 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 that's not real that's not even him it's some other guy it's gone exactly he's either wow. another guy government controlled man G-Man bravo to this podcast thing. as an outsider just coming in as a guest bravo to this podcast because that was beautiful it was done well he presented the information well freaked me <laughs> out i got fucking freaked out i wish that i passed out uh-huh. and i didn't get to finish the podcast and i walked around with the knowledge <laughs> just, just to be uh-huh. a believer i want to believe again i want to believe in the whitley Stryber book and I my mean, next alien thing and the satellite we, uh, did get knocked off the air that, yeah, that was real sure that happened sure I mean, there's no explanation was, for that there's, Even there's in theories his of what happened of why a satellite could have gotten knocked out and but there's no known actual explanation for why is there that a curtain to everything to look behind like everything like there's just everything that everything you want to believe everything has Every, a curtain michael like <laughs> you must look behind it every movement every belief truth. every group organization every political party just go behind the curtain and you're like oh it's just this guy pulling levers that's it's all that a, it is it's just a spy got, cat. Yeah, well, any of, yeah, go on. Sorry. Oh, I know. I do also find it funny by the third thing. He's like, man, okay, well, what if I, what, what if what I said was true enough that it knocked the set, like someone knocked the satellite. I like that. He literally was like, oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like it went from funny ha ha mm-hmm. to be like having an actual panic attack. Like, holy shit. What mm-hmm. did happen? Yeah. Yeah. And all because that satellite got knocked out. Did this become anything for sure? Um, um, I, I, sorry, I did. You guys see? Um, gosh, I don't know what it's called. It was really good. It was about the. Oh, okay, good. That's great. You know the <laughs> the young lady who got kneecapped um, in the the ice skating uh, movie. I Tanya. Yeah. I Tanya. So in I Tanya, at the very end, There's they like hung. <laughs> no, they hung the noose around mm-hmm. some guy who is a bumbling, bumbling idiot. And like he claimed to be like the secret organization kind of higher ups guy. And really he was just a bumbling idiot. That person, that guy existed somewhere in the studio and just accidentally knocked the power off while that beautiful transmission was happening. And just two worlds just collided. Nothing to do with the guy doing the phone call. And it had nothing to do with some secret organization. Somebody just like, wow, this is pretty good. And he's like, I'm eating this cheeseburger. Boop. And then there goes the power. That's what. Oh, my God. Happens. It's just it's a guy at a power plant or the satellite thing a thousand miles away. and He's just leaned on the yep. off switch. He's uh-huh. talking to his buddy and just trips. Oh, just that's goes, exactly oh, what shit. happened. He Homer Simpson it. Or, it's yeah. Homer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know if any of you guys or if we have any tool heads out there who like tool. Yeah. But, and. They might recognize one of the songs. I don't know how the hell they pronounce this song, like Fapdaoid. <laughs> it features uh-huh. a clip from the first call uh, as like. Song about masturbating. Fapdaoid. <laughs> Ode to fapping. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So if, if you might recognize the audio from that if you're really into that shit. Um, so that's it. 
that's where we're going to end it. And that was our creepy file for tonight. So we're going to go ahead and take one more quick little break and come back with our questions, would you rathers, and what have yous and whatnots. We'll be back. Kitty. And we're back. Thank you so much to our kind sponsor for those awesome words of encouragement. As we said before the break, we're going to get into our final segment of the night, which is a would you rather type question or any other question that you want to ask. So we're going to go ahead and jump over to Ross first. Ross, what do you got? Oh, you should have done that because this one's going to be gross. Okay. God damn it. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. This one has me quite perplexed. Gentlemen, would you rather have teeth instead of pubes or oh, pubes God. instead of teeth teeth instead wait, of pubes wait. i don't teeth teeth instead of pubes as well sure. <laughs> I don't get yeah pubes. yeah you need you need to eat. <laughs> be too hard to eat without can you, you yeah, it off you can survive <laughs> without it's not like you gotta eat through your whatever mm. you just have teeth down there right yeah, you just got some teeth hanging yeah. out down there. You just, you just, uh, everywhere you have pubic hair, gross, teeth but... grow out of that instead of hair. What is defined as pubic hair? I mean, isn't technically a beard part of puberty? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> let's just, let's... <laughs> so Ross is covered in I'm teeth. I'm covered in teeth at this point. Nice. Ew, I'm like that... Um, teeth thing from... In Channel, Channel Zero. Zero. Yeah, Channel oh Zero. my God, yeah. yeah. You can have a, te- a teeth beard. Teeth... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Teeth beard of the high seas. Teeth beard uh, is that horrible He Man villain. The worst He Man villain. I, you know, I probably agree with you. Just because, like, if you had pubes instead of teeth, you'd be like one of those. What is that oversized? Like any whale, because it just has those fibers in its mouth oh, at all yeah, times. Yeah. yeah, but they're closer to teeth than pubes are. <laughs> yeah, you probably like they'll probably fall out and you'll be swallowing oh, and just yeah. hate hair God. that feeling hairballs hair the hairballs alone always hair in your tongue yeah, no, no, teeth you. teeth pubic hair it actually was pretty easy ross <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> but the teeth all over especially if it's everywhere you had new hair after puberty mm-hmm. that's a lot it's a teeth. lot of teeth how many teeth do you, do you well, think are in your butt are they little are they little <laughs> teeth or are they, they like hair-sized teeth um, they vary in size, just like hair. They're like whale. Teeth. You don't know if you're gonna get curly <laughs> ones or sh- like you don't know if you're gonna curly get canines. Teeth? No, no, as, as in like straight hair versus curly hair. So you don't know if you're gonna get canines, front teeth, molars. They kind of just show up at you random. Dog teeth. Imagine in an, like a uh, you know how you have an ingrown hair. Oh, <laughs> ingrown ingrown, tooth? Uh, oh, it's a root canal. Ew! Every time you got an ingrown hair, it'd be like a root canal. Oh, this is gross. And now it's gross. I'm done. <laughs> there we I'm go. done. Next, it. Sam. <laughs> what you got? All right, we've kind of already touched on this. I'll let you kind of riff whatever for your best answer. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but Brian, you because you kept picturing his gorilla. So what? You can either picture uh, a radio animal, um, or tell me what animal would work best as a radio animal to come up to you that you'd be like, oh, check out this little guy. I mean, a dog. Like that. Would work best, dog. But I uh, want to see best, or I guess radio. maybe that ha. you would ignore. I, you want to uh, lights out gorilla radio? Turn that shit up. <laughs> I mean, a bird <laughs> or something. Like I mean, just some dumb bird right, yeah. <laughs> doing dumb bird <laughs> just things. Dumb bird. I don't care. <laughs> some dumb bird <laughs> <A> pigeon. <laughs> dead rat. Uh, oh, dead man. rat. Well, no, I'd be checking that for messages. Rat, <laughs> rat wallet. Um, oh, maybe Ross sent me that shirt. <laughs> no, 
Just no. dead rat. <laughs> no, no, it's it's no, all just, dead rat in here. <laughs> just another dead rat in here. Oh, man. I don't know. I was thinking, like, for speed, like a rabbit. Because, like, a rabbit already has giant ears, so you're going to be able to pick up stuff way further away. Well, isn't the question, what would you, what was the question? Uh, you could kind of make your own answer, I guess. <laughs> well, what uh, was just the question? Like, it was, like, what kind of what, animal How would you do you use? picture it, or what would you, or what would I not like, notice? Work for you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm thinking, like, distance, because the size of the ears. And then I'm also thinking, like, rabbits are fast as hell, so if, like, they get caught, they can just speed off real quick. Right. Make, just, whatever, just, yeah, make one and tell me why. So, cool. I like that. A rabbit one. With its rabbit ears. Ross is always thinking about those antenna. That's right, man. Well, I'm having a gorilla, and if you question it, it's going to beat the shit out of you because it's a gorilla. (laughs) Don't talk talk about the gorilla. We got its head wired so that if you look at it weird, it'll just knock you out. It just beats the shit out of you. Yeah. Picks you up. Rips your dick off, throws it in the tall grass, never oh. to be seen again. Um, the I think mine would be an elephant. Oh, well, uh, the, oh, the, elephant nobody talks the about the elephant room. <laughs> 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 I, I was not thinking that, but that's good. Uh, no, I was just, but that actually wouldn't work because I was thinking an animal that would be like, oh, cool, look at this animal that just came up to me. But I, it also wouldn't work from a spy perspective because I'd be like, can you believe this elephant just walked right up? It's so nice. It's letting me pet it. Like, oh, wow. Hey, come pet this elephant with me. It's like not uh, very good to get information out of. So I guess it would need to be, yeah, like a squirrel, dumb squirrel. Just <laughs> some yeah, dumb exactly. squirrel. <laughs> Twitch. Uh, what, how do you picture your... Uh, CIA radio animal. animal. CIA animal. Thomas Michael CIA Thomas. Animal. Um, a, a cheetah. Oh. oh, I always pick cheetah. Whether I'm being the cheetah, or if I'm making a cybernetic animal. Cheetor. Part part che- cheetor. Um, <laughs> I still can't believe that guy wasn't that wasn't real. <laughs> you can choose not to believe it, and then yeah. that Brian Glass no, guy maybe no, he's my brain. a liar. It, you know, when they call it like suspension of disbelief, like you start throwing logic out the window. Like, no, 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 I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm into it. And um, there's this movie we watched called The Menu. Do you guys watch it? Mm-hmm. Watch it recently? Yes. Um, you know how um, I can't remember his name. The main guy, Nicholas Holt, I believe that's his name. Yeah. yeah. He was just not to give anything away to the viewers. If Tony you from cover Skins that. is how yeah. he'll forever be to me. And he's the, also the guy from Mad Max Fury Road. He's the, beast the as guy. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And mm. then, um, but he was like, that guy was so sold that he didn't care how far that, that night went. He was just on board, on board, on board. Mm-hmm. I want to be like that for something sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you guys kind of revitalized me and then pulled the curtain out and there's a man pulling a bunch of levers. I'm still thinking about it. So I'll be well, a cheetah. You can be that way for Chattel the Pot. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, it was a great episode. Anyway, um, I wish I could just listen to it without listening to me. You could, could you guys cut me out at all? No. Sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, um, I guess it'd be uh, weird, cheetah, but okay. Cyber cybernetic cheetah. No. no cyber cheetah. So cyber that's cheetah. kind of Radio on cheetah. par with what they were trying to do. Eventually, I'm sure they were trying to build up to bigger cats. They just started with mm-hmm. how. Sure. Cat, Nobody Catron. noticed a cheetah walking up to you on a bench. A, it's a too fast. Catron. It's too fast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sneaky, sneaky. All right. Wow. So then, 
Did I ask someone? No. You and Mike. Okay. Uh, should we ask our guest tonight? Yeah, let's go. Yes. You were starting to bring up some alien stuff between the break, but uh, I don't know. Where do you want yeah, to take sorry. us with the question? I'm sorry. Um, I'll just be simple as this. When you um, listen to that, to that guy, Brian, do his voice and how shaky you were, I kind of got this like this fun fear of like, oh, man, maybe there is some sort of secret organization pulling the plug. And if you were freaked out, just just pretend you're freaked out. Just make it up and say, I'm freaked out. Would you rather be in like a dense populated area like like where Brian lives, you know, in a big city? Or would you rather be just isolated in the middle of nowhere? Because is are people more dangerous like in a dense populated area for your own safety? Would you rather or would you rather be around them? Because you're kind of like, well, no, if there's some secret government conspiracy covering up for alien stuff, I'd rather just hide amongst people or... Would you rather be the guy in the cabin in the middle of nowhere? Which do you think would be a safer place? In the middle of nowhere, cabin guy, in the, but everything's going to freak you out out there. You're going to see a uh, meteorite. You're going to think it's a spaceship. Or just get into the drone of society. Like just uh, deep in it. I think people are the real monsters. Um, yeah. I have seen Independence Day too many times. And right. I would just picture the large populated areas just blowing off like just blowing up off the face of the earth like i would figure sure. like probably safer to be out in the middle of nowhere i mean right. i got a subway here it's not the yeah. metro rail but thank god <laughs> for it mm-hmm. that's true yeah. that'll help yeah exactly that'll help <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i, I feel like i'd want to go out in the, the middle of nowhere yeah yeah for sure but i do agree ones. that the uh paranoia level would be exponentially higher out in the middle of nowhere than right. the uh, sense or false sense of security of uh, strength in numbers right. uh, that you would have in a city, you know? Or also, like, being that been around that many people, you're just going to look up and say, all right, if that group of people over there are freaking out, maybe I should start freaking out. Or you're like, well, that group of people always freak out, so I'm going to be okay. Well, I mean... You could gauge, you could gauge off the distance of people. You brought up Mad yeah. Max. Look at what happens when society crumbles. It's, it's yeah. bad news. I don't want to be in Mad Max. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to be in Mad Max? Uh, sorry, that's an additional question. Additional yeah, question. Don't it's, answer. It's about isolation versus <laughs> dense, dense parts of society. I don't know. Living in the middle of nowhere sounds cool, but like, what if like you just see a pickup truck just driving up to your trailer at three o'clock in the morning? Your mind won't be seeing be... my trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's yeah, my yeah. decoy trailer. That's, that's my decoy yeah, trailer. they'll be driving up to the uh, decoy trailer while I'm right. hiding in my no, bunker. Very good. But Very not good. that bunker. That's my depot bunker. You think I'm, <laughs> right, I'm right. actually It's like a campfire next to a campfire. <laughs> right, okay. It's like speed in a cave. In yeah. a phone booth in a cave. In a phone booth, yeah. yeah. It's like that guy from Blues Traveler, but a bunker. Yeah, instead of playing <laughs> harmonica, he lives in a bunker. Just lives in a Get bunker. <laughs> Is that what's in his ammo straps? The uh, bunch of harmonicas? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yes. Government it's, just it's like a random it's, layer that's, of harmonicas. That's ammo to him. That's all yeah. he needs. He'll <laughs> settle any situation. <laughs> the harmonica. <laughs> this harmonica. His, two, his right. two fire his two firearms run around. What are you doing? <laughs> Did you answer? Me? Yeah. With what? Oh, <laughs> Your question. Where are you going? I'll be in the middle of nowhere with a cheetah. And, uh, <laughs> okay, with your side. Beard, oh, beard, yeah, we can all have teeth. our animals with us, too. I'll have my uh, gorilla. I'm going oh, no, back no. to elephant. Yeah. Okay. Nope. He can't just, go back. Want, no, you got a dumb bird. If I have a dumb squirrel. <laughs> no, I said gorilla. You have a dumb squirrel. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> my uh, cat my just elephant. posted. 
that he was on here today on uh-huh. his Instagram page. He has his own Instagram page, Mr. Burger. Oh, uh, nice. Mr. Burger oh, was nice. like, oh, was that? Yeah. What's that Instagram? At Mr. Burger? What is uh, it? Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Period Burger and Bella and Chloe. Um, and there's a picture of him. It says, my dad was on a podcast talking about aliens in his next book. Check it out at Chuddle the Pod. Look at that. Nice. Oh, Awesome. Go follow. Yeah. Follow that. All right. Last question um, for the night. This comes to us from Reddit. Simple as this. Would you rather speak five language? Would you rather speak five languages fluently? I can't speak one. Or play every instrument on Earth like an absolute pro? Oh gosh! Oh, the second one. Yeah, second one. Man, definitely. Do you get to pick? Do you get to pick the five languages? Sure. Sure. Oh, dude! I'm picking the language of love, and that's music, baby. That's right, baby. Man, I'll, I'll do music, but that the language one is very tempting. Everyone like, speaks the sax. Does that mean I can play it with my voice? <laughs> yes, because you technically so singing I- singing is a uh, is an instrument. Well, it's inter. Uh, <laughs> oh, it sounds like crushed velvet. Oh, man. So that's what we're going with? Okay, play every instrument. Yes. 2.7 thousand votes on this one. So most people, it's, eh, most people agree with us. 1.6 thousand, play every instrument. 1.2 thousand for five languages. What you five languages, follow up, that. what five languages, if you choose that, would you have chosen? And let's chosen? say Eng- let's say English counts as one, so I'll four other languages. Uh, <laughs> either Mandarin or Cantonese, one of those. Good call. Nice. Spanish. Yes. Good call. Good. Um, Good job. I'm, what else is there? I'm gonna do Japanese just because I want to. Oh, sweet. Rad. Yes. Maybe Australian. Yeah. I could all of a sudden talk with a perfect Australian accent (laughs) and like know all their slang. Oh shit! I think mine would be Spanish, French because I can now speak to my wife's French Canadian family. You'll be accepted. Uh, I'd be fully accepted. You could could Uh, be north and south in North America. That'd be great. Go either place. Oh yeah. Um, Japanese, uh, Korean, so I can speak to my aunt who's Korean and in in full, just like just gab. That would be fantastic. Uh, like... And then uh, I got to do something wacky. Uh, maybe uh, like Lord of the Rings, Elvish. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> nice. I guess that is a language. To... Yeah, I guess you could pick a fa- fictional language. I feel like German would be fun. Just to, be able to talk be like that. <laughs> it sounds so. Everything sounds so, so abrasive. they have such wonderful word a word to just like encapsulate such a feeling i love it their language gets to the point like they're exactly they're so stern that'd be fun so yeah yeah. i'm gonna go okay so i have english i'm gonna go japanese german i feel like i want to speak polish just because to have that and then maybe but that's dumb because who else polish I live in a Polish-ish neighborhood. I could get around here, but um, but yeah, I mean, you're probably right with Mandarin or Cantonese and Spanish as well, just to have those because the universal yeah, I aspect. Would, of I it. would choose whatever the most 
popular languages in the world are how I would fill Sam's out real roster. fun with these questions. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the last one, I'd choose uh, Winky Dinks. What's it called? W- Wingdings. Oh, wings. You wings. learn how to speak in Wingdings. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I, would, um, I would. I would pick. Um, and I had learned more about this as I've as I done more research with my writing. I would pick Tamil, which is um, like an Indian language, mm-hmm. but mostly because it looks so awesome, and I I just don't know what it even sounds like. And I had taken, and I maybe I'll get Google criticized it. for this one day in the future. Um, if there's a, a portion in the Evil Within the House, and there's a portion in this current book that I'm working on, where English characters just learn to speak Tamil as if it's a Indian language in my theory, my own theory as a creator of this universe is that the aliens who landed here gave this language to the oldest language in the world, which is Tamil, which is an Indian language which started over there. I guess if uh, however long spoken languages been 50,000 years possibly. Mm-hmm. And then Tamil or maybe Sumerian is the oldest one. I would pick those two and then uh, the Spanish and French. Who? Yeah. Zillage and symbols. The yes. Some, no. Uh, uh, don't get us started on the Dutch. <laughs> Who? He has some thoughts in his weird. Yes, <laughs> those, those. That's what. That's what I pick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> two things that I can't stand in this world. And what's that? People who are intolerant of other people's cultures. Oh. And the Dutch. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks we just went Michael Thomas. <laughs> Michael Thomas. Right, yes. Get his well, books. Thank you Watch for helping out us. For his new alien story that yes. landed. Deep in. I still can't believe that that's what this podcast was about, and that's what I wanted to break and say. Oh, I have an alien story. It's not technically horror. It's sci-fi horror. Well, now you and can make one of those aliens have a radio kitty, or something. Blows my mind. Like this. Blows my mind that that's what this was about. Radio and kitty. Brian. Brian didn't even plan it. Didn't even plan it. It all just happened. Hopefully this like nice. doesn't become a lost episode because for some reason, you know, something didn't record right Oh yeah. Know, they could be the transmitter yeah. could have been going down Brian, and we could have been Brian, talking to nothing. Brian Glass. He exactly. pulled the plug on us. <laughs> he did it. That's great. You should exactly. reach you should reach out you to him and tell him how my my gambit of emotions went from a little boy believing in Santa Claus again in the same podcast. I told your I story and, and watched watched someone's soul get crushed. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Brian Glass. If you ever listen to this, appreciate it. Uh, and thank and you, Kitty, the band, because uh, oh yeah, thank they you, got Kitty, the band. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah as yes. always, we should actually end every episode by thanking <laughs> Kitty. Okay, I'll, Kitty. I'll, I'll, I'll remember to do podcast. that. Yeah. That's yeah. perfect. So, um, thank you again for joining us thank you uh sam and ross for always coming on here thank you everyone for listening it was such an thanks awesome for having us thank thanks you it's a pleasure us. to have you here um i want to say uh you know i just want to dim the spotlight a little bit and just like oh. bring it down a little bit here and just say thank you yeah no i'm kidding fuck off no i'm kidding oh, i thought shit. thank you oh. wow <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm do- exactly. I don't know oh, what I'm doing. It's you, late. Oh, I'm tired. Oh gotta, no, you're doing the recording. It's real, but not real. Then real, real but not, then real, not but real. Then real, then fake, and then it's a hoax. Yeah. Thank you for dealing with all our bullshit, and I hope you have fun <laughs> on tonight's episode. If uh, big shout out to the patrons, big shout out to our listeners, and if you forget any of our information, go over to Shadowthepod.com for all the information you can ever need. Huge shout out to Kitty, and until next time, we'll be waiting.
Oh, one, one time, one time I had a um, a, a guy uh, who had to come and do work for the air conditioner, and he was coming to our house, and my wife works from home, and so she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna um, the AC guy's coming," and I said, "Yeah, they just sent me a picture of what his face looks like, and I got his name, and I said, don't worry, he's a cool guy, because he's, mm-hmm. he's, ah, he's the AC get it. He's the, uh, He's so guy. the cool guy. We could look forward to a lot of good stuff like that tonight. I cannot <laughs> wait. 